not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 E3. Beyond. Yeah, everybody, welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 447. Yeah. This is going to be a real silly, stupid, loose one, so if you don't like it when we get off the rails, I'm sorry, it's 5 o'clock, we've got big seltzer waters here. Yeah, so we're, we're dehydrated. We're recording this uh, early Strong because milks. We're, we're tearing down the entire office to go down to E3, so we're recording mm-hmm. this on a Monday night as yeah. opposed to a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about, yeah, we're drinking very yeah. strong milk right it's, now. Uh, it's whole milk. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Max Scoville, joining me, Brian Altano. What's up? And Marty Sleva. Oh, wow. That's a lot of vodka. Yep. There's no vodka. It's milk. It's oh. whole milk. It's from a oh, local dang. farm. Yep. No, there's a lot of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you made these very strong. I'm sorry. It's E3. We're going into it. We're going, the, yeah. the tires are coming off the car. Yeah. The car is coming off the road. And yeah. we're flying. Look, if I'm working past five on a Monday... I'm gonna get drunker than Garfield. <laughs> I like how you knew. I like how you knew just stuff about cars. You're like, the wheels are coming off the car. The car's coming off the road. There's a that's there's a, a yeah, there's a frame. I yeah. think <laughs> that's uh, Andrew Goldfarb. Oh, hey, yeah. Anyway, so there's the new games not coming out anymore. Sorry, everyone. Uh, we got some some delays because that's the coolest thing to have the yeah. week before E3. Yeah, yeah. so that's, uh, this is this is going to be our predictions episode, but we want to start off with some of the big news that happened. Some uh, facts. Some facts. Uh, so yeah, a couple things got delayed. Uh, we found out this morning that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's not that surprising that it got delayed. I mean, all the rumors were pointing to it coming out in 2017. What are you doing? He's thinking, I can hear, you said Horizon, not that surprising, and yeah. his brain is moving slowly and stupidly. <laughs> and he's going, more like surprise in Zero Dawn, and then we get all these emails from people being Sorry, like, right, Max has got to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I so know yeah. how his brain works So it's part. coming out, uh, it's now coming out in February, yep. and they announced the uh, collector's edition that comes with a statue and an art book. And Interesting all, tactic on this whole thing, right? Because first of all, you were telling me this morning, or you were saying to a bunch of us this morning, that it's kind of uh, the pre-damage control by saying, like, let's get all the bad news out of the yep. way before E3. When we get to E3, we can focus on how cool this game a is. demo. Hopefully let's, people will be able yeah. to play it for the first time. Yeah, nobody ever announces a delay at E3, really. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, but this <laughs> is kind of like being like, hey, uh, so I'm, I don't think I want to be your date to homecoming anymore, yeah, right. but here's my Amazon wish list in case you still like me. Yes. Yeah, and uh, honestly, like, I... The, the the collector's edition looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just a really and it's I think it's what 110, 120, 120 bucks. Yeah, hundred twenty bucks. Just stop. Um, what stop what? No, I mean just I just hate when they do this. You know. Well, I think yeah. the timing's weird because it's like it's 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 bad news up front and then being like, but now's your chance to give us more money than ever. Yeah. You know. But I mean the the good thing about this was the trailer they showed was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the new footage from new areas and new show saw new characters and this is like this game's stupid gorgeous. Like yeah, this, this it was one of those playing through Uncharted, I was like, oh nothing else this year is gonna look this good. And I look at this I'm like, oh dang, this this kinda looks so, this good. And and that's the thing and I've talked about it on the show before, but I really I, I thought Uncharted Four was good, not great and I liked I love the environments because they they were just gorgeous mm-hmm. and some at times unsettling and haunting. Oh, yeah. But the idea that almost all of them had these sort of breadcrumb trails to lead you out of mm-hmm. them. I mean, you could like run around and try to collect treasures and yeah. stuff like that, which was cool. But I love the idea of like just being in this like 
crazy grassy beautiful field mm -hmm. and sitting around and, and upgrading your weapons and then all of a sudden a robotic dinosaur walks in and yeah. you spend an hour hunting it like I'm, it's huge it's I'm so cool really curious if this is going to be like open world or just really huge areas yeah uh, i mean kill zone was kind of like they had parts that were like this is just a large shadowfall especially yeah. had yeah, larger yeah. it's almost not like faux pin world where it's like that thing where it <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn really faux pin world <laughs> i don't it, feel uh, bad about my surprising zero <laughs> It, uh, it definitely feels like an open world and there are big, mm -hmm. expansive areas, but you're not truly like free. Right, like Rise of the Tomb Raider. It yeah, was exactly. like yeah. it was like giant areas and then tunnels, or mm -hmm. even to a lesser extent, even like a Bioshock game or something. Where yeah, like you totally. don't have true freedom. I was going to say open worlds, open world ish, an open Z. world like sure with a Z, open worlds. With a Z. Because there's more than one area, with but they're Z. all open. You know, mm -hmm. with a Z. Yeah, I'm also curious uh, with this now coming out in February. And if the rumors of PlayStation Neo coming out in the fall are true, if this yep. will be one of the first first-party games that really makes use of like, and like what that system could possibly do. Or and is that features. why this was delayed? Yeah, um, sure. I mean, we've been hearing kind of rumblings of a, of a delay for a while, but it's like that would make sense to mm -hmm. delay it to let it launch with that capability rather yeah. than get yeah. an update. Yeah, the uh, the other big game that uh, I guess well, a couple of games got delayed this week, uh, Ukulele, to, again, to the surprise of none of us, uh, got pushed to yeah. Q1 uh, 2017. Uh, we got a new trailer for that, too. Got a new trailer. It looked gorgeous. Looked it awesome. has a Jiggy from Vanderbilt. Yeah, it, yeah. it has a Jiggy. I know yep. we're not supposed to talk about Jiggies on the PlayStation podcast, but yeah. I don't care because it's the greatest game of all time. It's not. And so, Well, it, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, it is. We'll, we'll see. Well, Alana, no. If Alana was here, she'd agree. Point counterpoint. <laughs> what did um, I say? You were saying, like, Alana said it was a great movie, and I was like, that's like saying if, like, R Ralph Wiggum loved your book. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, this I think is I have if, socks older than Alana. If this is a new trend where to delay a game you Gross. legally have to release a new trailer, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah nice. Socks. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Like, hey, if you're you guys hear what I said when yeah. you're talking about Alana's socks, like weird dudes. It wasn't Alana's socks. It was my socks, which okay. are older than Alana. No, I'm saying if, if Not this to is the ageist or anything. Shut I know up. Those is this, goddamn if, millennials really hate that. If this is the new trend where you, you to delay a game you legally have to release a new trailer, I'm yeah. totally okay with yeah, it. Yeah, and well, both I those mean, trailers were awesome. It's almost like proof, right? It's like. You delay your game and you're like, but look, it exists. Like yep. it's it, we're not delaying it because that's the thing, right? There's those scary mm. delays, which is like the the Final Fantasy versus thirteen or the Last Guardians, where they just go silent. Yeah, yeah. and then there's the ones where they're like, hey, like we still have a date. We're just delaying it, but here's what it the game. Is. I, I completely disagree. I think that that is simultaneously it is it's like a one two punch of deflating. Like I guess you're supposed to be sort of ele you know elevating hype by showing a new trailer. Yeah, but I'm just thinking about like Watch Dogs. Like that game got delayed what three times? Yeah, I mean yeah. Ubisoft had that stretch where and it was just like, hey, so good news, everybody. Here's some great new stuff, and it's gonna. Another but that was months. also it was like like nine. It was like what a 19 month cycle from mm -hmm. when that game was announced to when it was yeah. released. Where it's like. I think there's a window where that's okay. I think, like, Uncharted, honestly, like, yeah, it sucks that it got delayed, but it hit all the right notes when those delays oh, yeah. yes. happened. Also, yeah. by showing new footage that looks really cool, it's sort of a, like, hey, like, we promise you guys we're still working on it. Like, yeah. this is what you have to, to wait for. And I'm like, okay, I actually, yeah. I actually like that a lot. And it's also because, like, the let's be honest, games are going to get delayed. So if we're going to yeah. get that bad news no matter what, I'd rather be coupled with something that's kind of pretty looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Watchdog thing was interesting because, I mean, that game ended up being gorgeous and mostly pretty fun. Uh, I think the main problems with that game originated from the moment they sketched out the protagonist on day one. Like, all the story stuff that they wrote, that they navigated the entire game around was the main problems with that game, yeah. honestly. Like, the gunplay was fun, driving was fun, like, yeah. city was gorgeous, mm -hmm. like, hacking stuff was, like... 
a little thinner than we had hoped from seeing the initial trailers, but ultimately as like a sort of teched out GTA clone, like mm-hmm. that game was pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like it was kind of a long wait for something that didn't look as pretty as what was originally unveiled. And I mean, this yeah. is one thing, again, there was a video floating around Reddit that was like, here's all of Ubisoft's E3 reveals. Right. And it was like, here's something that looks amazing. And I think it's it's a it's an awkward line to walk, and obviously they're going to show off like kind of work in progress stuff. They're always going to kind of like hinge it on like, oh, this is not the final product. Final product may vary, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but people get mad when they see CG trailers because they're kind of just an idea. They're a sizzle reel, and then if you're showing off something like the original Watch Dogs reveal or you know the original Division reveal, yeah, and it's, or it's, uh, Rainbow Six, yeah, or, yeah. it's like yeah. stunning, and then the actual thing is like considerably. You know, a step down. Yeah. I agree with that. I yeah. think that's a separate issue. The whole sort of like yeah. da- the down the downgrading of games is is hard to watch, and it's like you live in an era now where like people can call you on it because yeah. it's all documented. It's exactly. all there. Yeah. No, but I mean, like I ordered this Doom shirt off of Amazon that like they had a photo that was perfectly clear. It looked legit. It was like the kind of shirt yep. you you know see at Hot Topic that's just the Doom cover art. And I was like, yeah, I'll get this. And it shows up, and it's like this. It looks like it was printed on one of those like. Um, like bubble jet iron on yeah. things yeah. and yeah, it's it all awful. crooked on the edges and I was like seriously and it took forever to get there because they like shipped it from China or something and yeah. it was like okay so if that had showed up like two days later I would have been like that sucks but to have it show I, up that long and yeah, then be disappointed like I was looking forward to it I was like checking the mail and stuff yeah. so that you know that blows but mm-hmm. um, uh, Andrew there was one more delay and you well you can you can talk about it R.I.P. Goldfarb <laughs> uh, yeah Persona 5 is now Valentine's Day 2017 so I can spend the day with my one true love. You have an out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think that anyone who didn't see this coming was fooling themselves. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, like, once they announced that it was coming out so late in the year in Japan, I never expected it to be 2016 in the U.S. Yeah. Because, like, there's a big gap to localize those games. Like, I mean, so, yeah, four, did four and Golden have those longer... Uh, Golden had less of a gap. The original Persona 4 and yeah. Persona 3 had, had pretty big gaps, mm-hmm. significant gaps between uh, Japan Date and U.S. Date. And um, I, I mean, I don't think this is the end of the world. I think, honestly, it's nice because, like, I want to play Final Fantasy 15. I want to put, like, 60 hours into that yeah. game. And honestly, like, I prefer to play this in Q1. Yeah. Uh, sure. It is a bummer because, like, I mean, the original date was, what, winter 2014, I yeah. think, when they first teased it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think it's, like, the end of the world. I yeah. think people are going to be upset. Um, like, yeah. we're recording this. Before that announcement has come, I don't. I think people are going to be mad, but I think they'll. When it's actually out, it'll actually be good timing because yeah. it won't be surrounded by Battlefield and all these mm-hmm. other things. Yeah, it's just a bummer that like <clears throat> everyone's so stoked that Final Fantasy is a global release and that we yeah. don't have to wait six months. And so it's yeah. sort of a blow, I think, a little bit too. And also, like, yeah, it's good to get out of crowded fall, but now you know Q1 is going to be uh, Ukulele, Persona, Horizon, Zelda, the NX, yeah, yeah. which is a, a yeah. lot how this year felt. Where all of a sudden yeah. we we're sitting in spring and it was like this is review season again. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's entirely I mean, too crowded. We don't technically know Zelda yet. Uh, that's a weird one because we know the NX is going to be March, but they haven't confirmed Zelda's actually a launch title. Oh, really? They said it's coming to Wii U, it's coming to NX, and the NX is March. But they didn't actually go as far we, as confirming it's a We just connected kind of the dots. Yeah. yeah. I, guess I mean, we'll, we'll know in a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's uh, interesting that it's going to be suddenly going, might be, Zelda might be going up against Horizon. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing, like, yeah. In I terms of games where you run around with a bow and arrow and shoot majestic, weird, yeah. ugly creatures. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a weird, funny thing that Q1 becomes this weird dumping ground for all the delayed games from the previous year. Mm-hmm. Like, every, every first quarter we see these funny games that are like, oh, like, 
Bioshock Infinite, that probably should have been followed the year before, and yeah. like, things like that. Or Dark like Souls, that. or yeah. or Bloodborne, or whatever. Like Those right. are games that could have done well in fall, but mm-hmm. like there's always one that kills because it launched in that period, Bloodborne. and a few others. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne is totally the one, yeah. exactly. What's really cool about that, as from like a marketing standpoint, is that so often like games were attached to the holiday release window because they were seen as like toys or products. They right. are a gift you get your kids. And yeah. the fact that they're spreading out across the whole year is kind of like, oh, hey, they're like movies. They come out year-round. Yeah, I really like that. Movies, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like Batman vs. Superman came out in March. March. Yeah, like, Civil War came out funny in, thing. what, April or early May, May or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that weird yeah, thing. Which of, is like, weird, because usually they, they reserve, you know, March for bad movies. Oh. It's still that weird thing where, like, I think... The idea, just like how like E3 is like like two weeks long now, it's right. like that same thing where like those traditional like this is when a big game comes out or this is when a big movie like they always push the boundaries. Yeah. Well, I will say that the one thing that's sort of historical and statistically relevant constantly every single year is that any game that comes out uh, like in the second half of December is usually screwed. Yeah, and it's yeah. usually something that they're sending mm-hmm. out to die. The Far Cry Three spot, yeah, yeah. which sucks because yeah. that game was so cool. But I it was know. Like, by the time it came out, most most of us already we decided already on our game of the year. Game of the year. Yeah. Well, by then, I mean, most people had already spent one hundred twenty dollars just on Ubisoft games yeah. by yeah. that yeah, point. Totally. In the and year. that's where Rainbow Six Siege was yeah. last year. There oh. was also that weird first week of January for mm-hmm. like relegated to shovelware and basically anything that you could get. Uh, with the GameStop gift card you got yeah. for Christmas, you know? Yeah. Whereas now, like, that l- end of January, like, we had Dying Light two years ago, and then we had The yeah. Witness this year, so yeah. we get actual good games. Um, ben Orchard in the uh, Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond, right. uh, asked, uh, what do you guys do to cope with the news of another game delay? Um, I feel like there's enough to go around, and there's enough coming out this fall to where yeah. generally I'm fine with it. Like, we've talked before, there's a certain point to where we sort of get tired, like with Mighty Number no. 9, like mm-hmm. with Evolve. There's a certain point where I'm like, all right, enough's enough. Like, don't show me anything until it's in my hands. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to try to find stuff that sort of scratches the itch to an extent, which mm-hmm. is kind of tough to do with Horizon because it's like, yeah, it's, it's got a mix of, of stuff we've seen in other games, but it's, I don't know, it's it's just so much, it's it's trying to do something on its own yeah. in so many ways. Uh, I know when Uncharted 4 kept getting kicked down the road, I, I I would just randomly boot up certain sections of the previous Uncharted games. Oh yeah, especially with the collection there. being there. Yeah. Yeah. I went back and played a little more Tomb Raider and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I, I like, I, I don't know. I know with, when Zelda got delayed, I was like, well, I guess I'm, I'm gonna, I'll replay A Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. something to sort of scratch that itch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one thing I've been a huge proponent of just in general, outside of games and just in life, is to keep expectations guarded and to go in with as few as possible. Mm-hmm. Because even if you have, like, I mean, if you have low expectations and this thing winds up being worse than your low expectations, then you're, like, really disappointed. Yeah. yeah. And if you have high expectations, then pretty much everything below that is going to be disappointing. So if you just kind of go in with a clean slate, uh, when stuff gets delayed and I was looking forward to it, I frequently will just, like... Backburner it and just try to forget as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. I've always called that like, cynical optimism. Yeah, which is basically expecting the worst, but almost like being happy when the best pragmatism. happens. Pragmatism. Yes, yeah. exactly, uh, exactly. But it's no, a, in the case of, of of Horizon, like I haven't watched the new trailer and I don't really plan on it. And I'll mm-hmm. probably see. You have to see it. Yeah, at I'll, I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like it's just sort of going out of my way. Like I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll dip a toe in the pond and be like, oh, that looks all right. You know, mm-hmm. but. In a perfect world, it would be easy to go. Like, I'm so happy I watched as little as I did for <clears throat> episode seven. I am so happy I watched as little as I did for like. Uh, I knew nothing about like Gone Home going into it. Like, there's random yeah. games here and there where or movies where I'm able to go in knowing very little. Uh, right. This job makes that very hard to do. But I think Horizon's one of those games where like 
it at least seems like they're being very careful with what they actually show us. So I think even watching those trailers, I feel like we've barely dipped our toe into what that world is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like um, other things are more of a known quantity. Like I, I think I mean, uh, sequels are known quantity. Yeah. Right. Right. Without being pejorative, like Uncharted yeah. Four is amazing, but like we knew what to expect yeah. going. Yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it, with the exception of like the ending or whatever you yeah. know like there's like there's obviously surprises to be had in any story but yeah it's like you know at least what you're getting on a, on a larger level and i don't know like i think it'll be really what horizon does is a new ip up against like mass effect or up against persona or up against things that are like sort of overlapping but not really like horizon seems like it's kind of got those like hidden rpg elements to right. it mm-hmm. um mass effect is like the most western of western rpgs Persona is a very niche JRPG. Like, those are three very interesting games to have butting up against mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, I think it's like if you look at the last few years, some of the most uh, – the games that people deem the most disappointing are also the ones that kind of going into what you were saying, Max, uh, like Watch Dogs especially, of just like that inflating that hype over and over and over again, bigger and bigger as it keeps getting kicked down the road. It's happening right now with No Man's Sky, and I'm not yeah. saying that game's going yeah. to be bad by any means, yeah. Yeah. but people are putting the expectations in that game that they're going to live and breathe in this brand new universe that's never mm-hmm. been explored before, and that they... I mean, I saw that one of the like the death threats that Sean got yeah. Uh, yeah. that was just like... This you know this is and all I had Jason to look forward for to. Just writing about it, yeah, like, and like Sean got a lot just for making that game, but Jason tried <laughs> literally doing his job and reporting, yeah. on, the reporting, news. reporting on it got death threats. But I think people are yeah. expecting, and it was sort of like when when uh, when people walked out of Avatar and they got really depressed and they're like, I I want to live on Pandora. I was actually, like, I, you can't. I know that usually I'm the one who brings up Avatar. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly where I was going yep. with that yep. because it is this kind of like just like. Uh, high proof escapism like yeah. almost dangerous escapism yeah. and I think that's exactly it yeah. that's exactly it and I think um, a lot of the same stuff's happening with VR right now and I saw a really interesting message board thread like a week or two ago about people who had had a VR for a few months and were kind of just like it's fun and I use it but it, it has not fundamentally changed the way I perceive the universe yeah. or even play video games yeah. which is what people were hoping right from the get go yeah from the get go so yeah, I think also, it's just like important manage your expectations don't put all the weight in the world on this on any single thing on anything like, yeah like there's so many there's so much in the universe anything that you can, can disappoint you yes 100% people places things mm-hmm. art. why did you look at me you don't disappoint me you're wonderful really? you gave you us can... you gave us milk Oh, yeah, delicious milk. You're, Mother's you're milk. You're the mother. I also gave Marty socks for his birthday. Yeah, it was very Aww. nice. And you guys got me shoes. Yeah. Man. You're, uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're trying we, to redo we, you from we, the bottom we looked, up. We looked at you up and down, and we're like, where do we start? Let's start and, at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work our way up. From the ground up. Now we're here. You we're literally to... tore up from the floor up, so we started at the floor. Um, so on that note, there is a new thing that people are talking about. It's a crazy sequel. <laughs> Well, they're not, they will be talking about it when this episode goes live. Yeah, yeah. that's we're, right. We're, uh, sometimes we know secrets. Uh, Watch Dogs 2? Yeah. yeah. What a weird, incredibly obvious sequel name. Well, hey, it's, it's also like, like Watch Dogs sequel. Return to... Dude, more than any other sequel, the the slow trickle of, the, like, leading up to the announcement of this, it's, like, got offhandedly mentioned during... Like, so Kotaku outed the existence of it when right. they uh, said Assassin's Creed is taking a year off. Then it got offhandedly mentioned on an earnings call, and then a YouTuber posted a uh, like a Ray-Bans glasses case with the logo on it, and now it's finally announced. And it's like, what a weird trickle of drops before actually getting officially announced. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's that might be like the most anticlimactic game announcement I can remember pre E3 for mm-hmm. quite a while. Mm-hmm. This this week, every year 
has started to feel like when you were sitting around on Christmas Eve growing up and your parents were like, you can open one present. Yeah. Except I, you end up opening 80% of your presents now. Oh, boy. Like, AAA batteries. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Like, I mean, I don't know how long it's been like this. It feels like it's been like two or three years. Yeah. Where the week or the 10 days or two weeks leading up to E3, we got... Uh, announcements, we got teaser trailers, we got like brand new games being unveiled. Yeah. And you get to the actual event and you feel like you know almost everything. Yeah. And that's not just us working here, that's the general public. Yeah, now you know, I mean, everyone's seen Call of Duty and Battlefield 1, yeah. and we saw this Horizon stuff. And so, like, we got these tastes of things, yeah. like, before the actual show. And yeah, yeah, there's totally going to be surprises. And some of them we know, and some of them we're not going to know until we see them on stage. Yeah, I mean, so to, to get back to Watch Dogs 2, I've been living in San Francisco for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it, the first day I was here, I was kind of like, they should make a GTA game here. Because yep. yep. it's such a weird city. Like, for in that. a real one, not like the little part well, of yeah. uh, San Andreas. It yeah. is, I have been begging for an open world game set in, in San Francisco. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. seven, yeah. San Francisco is seven miles by seven miles. Yes. Yeah. It is this weird microcosm. And it's like every neighborhood feels like a different level. Like yeah. every neighborhood has a distinct feel. From it's the... also got like insane stump, stunt jumps everywhere. Yeah, there's hills crazy. everywhere. Hills. It's there's got beautiful scenery. There's a great backdrop. It's uh, this perfect blend of that sort of like social justice techie startup environment and some of the most crazy insane dangerous people yeah. you'll ever meet in your entire life. Like yeah. one person's walking down the street with like blue hair and they're like I have a lot to say about the way equality and then somebody else walks on the street and he's just like that's the game I want yeah exactly to Marty's point it uh, weirdly reminds me of Zootopia which is a weird thing to relate to but Mm -hmm. where like they show those like very distinct like the ice area and the jungle Mm -hmm. area and all of that like like zones of San Francisco like they're called neighborhoods versus yeah but I mean mean, yes but like even like like I mean, from that trailer that we watched, right? Like, you can very clearly see, like, kind of a Cupertino-style area. Yeah. And you can see, like, what East Oakland's going to be yeah. like, the what the mission's going to be yeah. like, what the Tenderloin's going to be and like. And those yeah. have, like, distinct feels to them that, yep. like, are actually really good for open-world games. Yeah, this feels like like Mr. Robot San Francisco. Yes. And yes. I totally yes. dig it. Totally, yeah. Which yeah. means on that a, the, on a more just yeah. top-down level, it also totally feels like a modern version of Hackers. Yeah. Yes, the, which is awesome. The 90s movie, which, if you haven't seen it, and you're looking forward to this, go check it out. It's yeah. very, very corny. And but think like, about what the difference is between the characters and hackers and Aiden Pierce. Yeah. The insufferable sports dad uh, who walked well, around with his hat yeah. on. And, and so we were talking about that earlier about how that was like the wet blanket of Watch Dogs 1. It's yeah. actually a trench coat, but... The wet trench coat. Yeah, it could be a blanket, <laughs> yeah, though. the dynamic weather systems will get that blanket he's wearing very wet. Alana's uh, actually, actually up in, in Montreal right now. Right. I've seen the game, and she was texting us back some stuff, and she said, uh, the main character is supposed to be the opposite of Aiden, and that's super fitting. He's part of a group, really social, cheeky and charming kind of dude. He also looks cool, and I want his shoes. So evidently the, uh, the the it's is a much lighter story. It seems like the guy isn't this like antisocial. Like I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. No, it looks, uh, it looks it looks fun. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks like there's actually an emphasis on like on mischief and fun. It's not just yeah. like, so. You're not it's, just like you're not just like the Punisher with a comp side degree. Yeah, like, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, can I just say this? I'm sorry, I've said this before, but like the one thing I really hate about Watch Dogs is like if you're a dude walking around in a baseball cap and a trench coat. You look like a dude walking around in a baseball cap and a trench coat. If you pull up a bandit mask over your face, you, look like a bandit. you stick out. You yeah. look like the man on the neighborhood watch yeah. sign. Yeah. You stick out more. Yeah. The old GameSpy logo. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> the spy guy. Yeah. I'm the skull bandit. No yeah. one well, And so me. that's the thing that, like, and, and like I said earlier, like I really enjoyed that game, but that game constantly brought you back to reality mm-hmm. of yep. being like, 
Uh, you have to worry about your kidnapped daughter and her birthday party or your aunt, his her aunt or whatever the hell. And it was all, like it just dropped this like tonal seriousness on you mm-hmm. every time you were like you're out collecting things and having fun and learning how to hack and leveling up. And it was awesome. And there were like AR games you could play on your phone. Yeah. It just felt like this bright, vibrant, awesome, gorgeous city. The like gunplay was fun. Driving around like felt really good. It was yeah. fun and arcadey. And then every now and then you would just get a call on your phone and the mood would come crashing mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And it felt like watching mm-hmm. it felt like a like watching Die Hard, and your dad comes in, and he's like, did you do your homework? And you're like, ah. <laughs> he just walked across the glass. I'm going to do it on the bus, Dad, like I always do. That's why I'm going to summer school for the fourth year in a row. Damn yeah, it. but like, I'm, I'm super stoked to, I th- I'm, hopefully we'll be able to play this at E3. Yeah, um, I, I really hope so. It looks, yeah. it looks like also, we will be able to. Also, if there was a release date announced, well, we didn't get to see that beforehand, so maybe it's coming out this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, either way, it, yeah. we're assuming it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, again, full disclosure, we're, we're recording <laughs> this before we've seen the announcement, but uh, if it's this fall, cool. If it's not, man, Q1 or 2, sure are busy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks cool. Stuff with drones, stuff with, uh, I mean, San Francisco's right for this stuff. Like yeah. the juxtaposition between, like you said, like the tech sector and street kids and yeah. homeless and well, the was, haves and the have-nots. I was, like, sitting there, I was watching this trailer being like, I already know what's going to happen here. I'm going to be sitting my in my apartment in beautiful, sunny downtown San Francisco, and I'm going to close the shades and the blinds, and I'm going to make it as dark as possible in, in my living room so I can play this game that takes place in my neighborhood yeah. yep. and I'm not going to go outside of the real world because it's not as fun. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, GTA 4 came out uh, at just like the perfect time for me to like live in New York but drive around New York yep. and I was like, this is sort of because I, I lived, that was like the brief period where I lived in Manhattan. I'm like, this is sort of like my apartment, yeah. kind yeah. of. <laughs> and speaking of GTA, like I really loved the stuff in GTA 5 where they were lampooning tech culture. You know, they you you take a run through that fake Facebook. Yep. Yep. And San Francisco was rife with that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And we saw actually in the trailer a bunch of fake sort of like Hooli-esque yeah, totally. uh, yeah. companies, 100%. you know, yeah. from Silicon Valley yes. and stuff Noodle like that. in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and I love that because that is so spot on. Like, I, me and one of my friends were always making fun of that company in the city called Scoot. It's like it's it's like a scooter app rental service, and they're like, "Oh, how do you want to get there? Oh, we'll just scoot." And yeah. you see these like insufferable douchebags and these tech bros on these like little scooters they rented, and I'm like, "This is perfect. I want to steal one of these in the game. I want to throw that guy off a bridge. <laughs> I want to throw his scooter into the water, and I want to yeah, keep I'm, running." I'm yep. right there with you. If if they have if they have uh, fixies, hoverboards, those weird unicycle briefcase things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Segways and those weird little yellow cars that people ride around with that have like the different yeah oh, yeah the go cars yeah um, I I'm, I'm pretty down with that I, I think yeah. that there's a great opportunity yeah. to make like a this very was weird... like like a gorgeous looking city too yeah like this was like yeah. blink and blink and you miss it I like thought it, you were say Blinken Park Blinken Park <laughs> <laughs> that, that band of people who can't keep their eyes open uh, it was like I, there was the first it took me the first twenty seconds to be like oh that's gameplay yeah. Like I know that street. Mm-hmm. I used to take yeah. the bus up is that it? street. Yeah. Is that gameplay? Yeah, I mean, that was that was all gameplay. Oh boy. Well, I mean, that was in game no, stuff. I mean, the trailer we watched. No, 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 no. I think that that trailer was entirely in game. No, you don't think so? I think that trailer was all the. Although this will be the first. I mean, again, I'm not falling for that again. Pretty much an assumption. This is going to be the. You know, Watch Dogs One was cross gen. Yeah. So this will be the first one that's just next gen. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think anyone is doing. I mean, like we. Weirdly, the Persona thing we we're just talking about, like that, is still a PS3 game 
mm-hmm. somehow. Like right. I, I feel like that's a, much like Persona Four are going to be one of the last games we yeah. get. On yeah, that. yeah. But I'm st- you know between uh, uh, this and Mafia, I'm super stoked for yeah. sort of uh, GTA games that aren't GTA. Yeah, I'm really I like that stuff. Yeah. I actually I found yeah. myself like just realizing the last few games I played have been like fairly like linear, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes I just really want to like wander around. Yeah, and get totally. lost. And like so I should probably get back into The Witcher, but like also. Uh, man, I, I found myself wanting to get back in GTA, and like mm-hmm. this is kind of like having this on the horizon is, uh, it's nice. Unlike, yeah. the, unlike, unlike Horizon, which is yeah. further on the horizon. Oh, we also speaking of open open world uh, city games, uh, our IGN first for Agents of Mayhem. Yeah, one up, which mm-hmm. is uh, Agents of Mayhem is sort of the next Saints Row game. It's by Volition. It's in the Saints Row universe, or but it's is it about right. so it's about like sort of like. Secret agents and spies and superheroes. I'm totally cool with them doing whatever with this franchise. Like, I was definitely one of the people who sat up bolt upright when they announced Saints Row the Third. Yep. Uh, This feels less cool. I mean, Saints Row the Third is the last time I cared, honestly. Like, I I think that was the right time, the right balance. It was the right difference from GTA 4. Um, I haven't. I didn't get invested in Get Out of Hell. I didn't get invested in Saints Row 4. Saints Row 4 was like. I mean, they do this thing where they'll build the city, they'll build the you know the engine and the, the gear and everything, and then they'll basically like double dip. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the same yeah. thing with with Saints Row one and two, mm-hmm. uh, with Saints Row the third, and then Saints Row four. They were like, okay, uh, now you can run crazy super fast and jump over buildings, and it's one of those things that like maybe graphically it didn't look that great, but the, when you realize that you're like. They just are nuking the draw distance by having yeah. you know, flying around I mean, super fast yeah. speed. I'm totally with you guys. I absolutely love Saints Row. It's it's uh, it 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 holds it holds a special special place for yeah, me the third because one especially right. Yeah, it yeah. was like I started playing that game right after I got dumped like five or six mm-hmm. years ago, and it was just like this big fun goofy sandbox that was exactly what I needed tonally, mm-hmm. and also like uh, it was like a year or two after. I want to say it was like two or three years after GTA Four. And yep. which is yeah, that was been a while ago yep. now. And GTA Four was like not goofy enough for me as somebody who like played so many GTA games and loved the pogo stick jetpack UFO crap yeah, and all yeah, those games yeah. to go to GTA Four that was just sort of like you know this immigrant story in this dark depressing yeah. New York City. It was a good game, but it wasn't totally like yeah. it didn't have like the leather. And I wanted something goofy, mm-hmm. and I'm this isn't totally scratching that itch. It is like when the the pirate comes out and he's like ahoy mother effer and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I think it's cool, but also like. This is like judging a picture of a food outside of, outside of a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a CG trailer right now. Never yeah. shown off well because it's so much based on customization. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we'll see. We're, we're debuting gameplay. Is that right? I believe so. At yeah. E3, yeah. I believe, as part of our yeah. IGN first. So that'll be part of our giant live show, which now starts yeah. on the hell. Yeah, uh, I'm Sunday on, morning. It I mean, starts I'm, on the hell. I'm excited for them to have their own, like, whatever this is. And, like, honestly, I don't think you and I or any of us here have been, like, part of this process so oh, like, yeah. we're gonna be as surprised you guys are yeah. while seeing this content but it's like i am excited to see volition start from the ground up again mm-hmm. because yeah. even saints row 4 started as dlc for saints row 3 yeah it was enter the dominatrix for saints row 3 got that just became its own separate yeah. thing after the i THQ mean the fact that they they survived that transition from thq to deep yeah. silver is incredible yeah mm-hmm. totally uh, and the fact that they've stayed relevant when like open world games are not rare anymore. Right. It's not like oh, it's yeah. just GTA. I mean, Saints last Row. year was like there was almost too many of them. I mean, they're yeah. all great, but like between Metal Gear and Arkham and Witcher, the Witcher right? yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You also have to look at like the the humble beginnings of Saints Row yeah. Four, which or Saints Row period. Uh, it felt like a 
parody GTA made on a way weaker, way cheaper engine yeah. with none with of the personality. Porn star voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Going back and, and looking at those games, like, yeah. I, I urge you to go back and look at the original gameplay or trailers for the first Saints Row game. It is laughable how corny that thing is. Yeah. Yep. For the for the franchise it ended up becoming is like it's amazing. It found its to voice. Be, yeah. Totally, totally. No, Saints Row, like I remember when it first came out, I was just like, okay, so this is like the this is this is the Digimon to GTA's Pokemon. Yes. You know, this yes. is yes. No, sorry, this is the Monster Rancher. Like this is <laughs> yeah. the, like this is and I mean I remember uh my pal Nick Robinson who's over at um at Polygon now, he was saying that he liked it because it looked like San Andreas with uh ragdoll physics. Yep. And that really that's kind of fun. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And I played uh, I played Saints Row two when uh three was about to come out because I was like, okay, suddenly I care because Saints Row three looks really weird and like two is still like serious kind of right. Two or? no two has got very silly. Like you okay. had you had bikes yeah. named after anime characters. You had okay. like there like it was still kind of serious, but it was it was veering in that like colorful. Two direction. was the first one that introduced. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. The, the one that introduced the dump truck that shot human fecal matter all over. Fecal matter. Fecal. It was fickle matter. It just all the time. It was poops. I mean, the it shot poops. It's more. Yeah. <laughs> like Saints Row, it's not that Saints Row Three is necessarily even that much better. I, I, like it's it's the Saints Row game I spent the most time with. It was just the timing more than anything. Yeah. It was Saints Row Four, or I mean, I'm sorry, GTA Four rather is has plenty of goofy, silly stuff in it. But it was also trying to yeah. be bigger than that. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. trying to be inspired by like like film and trying Ooh, to feel yeah. like an yeah. Oscar movie. Whereas Saints Row Three was just totally like. We can do whatever we want. There's we a can very, sell a dildo bat. We there's can, a very clear divergence there where I think I yeah. feel like one of them went like, one of them went like kind of carrot top Jim Carrey, and the other went went like Bill Hicks, George Carlin. Right. Like, yeah. GTA yeah. is angry. Saints Row yeah. is jubilant. You yes. Know? Like, yeah. Saints Row is, is is mischief. You were an agent of mayhem. GTA yeah. would never say agent of anything. Yeah. No. And that's so why they it's did weird. just trademark agent Age. again. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it's yeah. a it's a weird time because now it's like well we have like a not even just games that have learned from film and TV, but we literally have a South Park game. Like, we yeah. have mm-hmm. we have other irreverent properties that are able to be silly and that aren't, like, necessarily trying to be, and like, yeah. the like, game equivalent of an Oscar. I couldn't film. help watching the trailer. I thought the trailer was cool, the CG trailer, but I was like, oh, man, this totally feels like a little bit of Saints Row, a little bit of Crackdown, which were presumably going to be getting later yeah. this year and then honestly like some of the characters reminded me of Overwatch just a in lot. terms of like a lot of people are looking at this and saying it looks like a hero I was looking yeah. at the comments yeah. on like the on the, the Reddit post about yeah. it um sorry but sorry about our our, our players guys <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, like it, I, I'm, I think that a lot of people are also just like used to like Battleborn and, and Overwatch and all that. Yeah, like, and, well, they're used to Overwatch, right? I mean, they're you. <laughs> I mean, they're used to the. Oh yeah. what? You didn't buy it? <laughs> Don't get mad at me. I saw I mean, the MPD. It is one of those things. Like at that one point, there was like, oh, it's zombies and everything, or the World War II shooter. Right. It's like the the hero shooter is kind of a thing right now. So yep. kind of expecting that and going in. I don't think that Saints Row has ever shown off well in trailers. Like, yeah. I no, I don't think so either. But the Except thing is, this, with like, Kanye we literally yeah, haven't Kanye. even seen gameplay yet. We know yeah. it's a it's a three person single player. That's, uh, that's open not a world. They, they three said, person single. Well, player? you control three different characters. Oh, yeah, gotcha. and you can alternate between all of them. They all have their special skills and traits and attributes. Oh, it's like and, force. And it, and it works in an open world. So I'm like, I'm trying to think about what I can compare this to. And it would be like if in GTA V, if all of your characters, if were there your, at the same your time, your other two yeah. characters were behind you yeah. with like smart AI, and that you and could swap between. What yeah. Vince said in his announcement article today was, it's like if you took the Suicide Squad and let them loose on a 
a futuristic version mm-hmm. of Seoul, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Which sounds which is like, awesome. As a what? sentence, it's like, what? what? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did say there, there's 12 characters total. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row 4 pulled really heavily from Mass Effect 2, and that you had like. Yeah, I, I realize that, that that face you made is just like. No, it's just like the, the vignette. I'm yeah. trying to hear where this goes. No, you had like you had this whole. Um, you had your home base. You had your your yeah. your. I don't know what your ship was called. Earth got blown up or whatever. And you were in the Matrix, so you yeah. were kind of. Oh right, right, right. And you had to go right, and you could romance everything, including that weird robot. And it was, yep. that was really funny. That it was just romance options. Have you ever romanced the robot? Uh, yes. Yeah. Romance, like in real life, romance yeah. the robot. Yeah. yeah. Would you would you do a pangus on a robot? I mean, no, probably not. <laughs> Why wow, okay. it's unsafe? Like, what, what, what do we mean by robot? Like, a, not a human, but the, a beep boop, like a droid, a beep like, boop, like metal. And would you would you hook up with a droid? Yeah, I don't think the technology is there yet. Yeah, what do you do? You think? Do you think? Are so there? I'm just picturing lots of. Where are you going? What are you? What? Star? Do you think? Like, are there robot prostitutes in Star yeah, Wars? There's, yeah. Well, there's one in, in Shadows of the Empire. Prince <laughs> Prince Shizor's, uh sort of uh, E3 prediction. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But seriously, her name is Guri. She's like one of the few like sidelines. So uh, the like, game industry's like biggest show android. is coming up next week, and she we're can, here to she can do like pleasure what model stuff. Happen at the show. I will add. Why do you think C three PO took that bath in A New Hope? Because he had sand in his joints from wandering through the jungle and wastes. Idiot. Oh yeah. How do you get all that jungle and waste inside him? Because he's because it wins. Oh yeah. Is that yeah. what's the name? Was that the name of that dude? Wins. <laughs> Yeah, Windy hangs out at Tashi Station. <laughs> Mace Window? With Wormy and All right. Wormy and anyway, uh, so 37 minutes of this episode, uh, we're going to get to the only reason that we're actually into the room. Whatever, it's 1756. It's fine. I hate None this None of those watch. is a real time. Going uh, five E3 five predictions. Times. Yeah. Damn metric uh, time. So did each person come up with five? Each person came up with five. Except for Max. He, Max can, he can wing a fifth one. <laughs> no, I got a mystery one for the last one. Okay, oh, that's so good. I forgot uh, to write so, it. Yeah, play, so play, along, play along at home and see how many we get right or yeah. wrong in a couple so days. So we'll, do you want to do one, 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 two, two, two? Like, are yeah, we, we can do that. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Max, you want to start? Yeah. Sure. Max, that's you. Start with Okay, New Blood Dragon. God, yes. I know this sounds kind of crazy, but Dean Evans, Spleenzillatron on, or Spleenzilla, I think, on Twitter. He's a pal of mine, but he's had, I was kind of watching and waiting for him to do something on April Fool's this year. As we might know, Blood Dragon was announced as an April Fool's goof initially, and then it turned out to be real. He tweeted out, or he retweeted a few SoundCloud links from Power Glove, who did the soundtrack for the first game. Right. And they all like, they were all these like cool electro tracks that had these bizarre like for the for the kind of album art images. Yep. They had these weird kind of like Lisa Frank looking neon, like tiger print, and that's currently Dean's Twitter avatar. And we haven't heard anything else. I mean, so and but Blood like, Dragon was sort of a yeah. Far Cry three tie-in. Would right. this be a primal tie? So that's what I think. I think I, and to go with what Max said, um, there's a Easter egg in the. In, in a cave hidden in uh, Far Cry Primal, Primal, where there's the like the this dragon. glowing purple skeleton of, yeah. of a dragon, and it's like so cool. It looks like a crate yeah. dragon from Star Wars. Um, I hundred percent of that game. I platinum that game. It's the only game I platinum. Yeah, really? Yeah, it just got me at a good time where there was yeah. like not a, a weird dude. Yeah, <laughs> he changed his name to Primal Altana. It's also a really easy platinum. I mean, yeah. fairly easy. It's Primal like, Altana. You, you can stop now. Yeah, probably, like it's probably like fifteen hours, and you can you can platinum the entire nice. thing. Um, and it's just um, really fun. I love the setting. But uh, one of the things that people were really disappointed about when they first announced that game was that there's no dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they went into this. They went into this. Uh, 
the setting that has all these prehistoric like bears and weird uh, saber tigers, tigers and stuff yeah. like that. I know dinosaurs don't fit within that, but people like who like me who aren't history buffs take all that time period and just <laughs> lodge it all together, yeah. and you're like, well, if there's the old Jurassic. The plants, then there should be the raptor and the stegosaur and the triceratops. And so I want all of that. I want yep. them. So I you, want, want, you want like creationist Far Cry Primal? Yes. Yeah. I want the version where it's I like want, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I want like Lisa Frank's creationist Far yes! Cry Primal. Yes. I, Please. That would be so cool. That's so a, like, that's an episode title go, right go to soundcloud.com slash powerglove because they have three tracks on there. One of them is called Boss Fight. One of them is called... Uh, like punch it or something. Yeah, I'll punch it. And they, it's and they they all feel like '90s video game yeah, soundtracks, they sound which is awesome. really weird. Because so I mean, if you put it this way, uh, this would be so weird because uh, Far Cry Primal used the same map as Far Cry Far Four. Four. Yeah. So this that was technically already Far Cry 4's Blood Dragon. Right. So <laughs> what are the odds? That so if we if you remix that again. Yeah. And well, add lightning bolts and purple sure. everywhere. I'm in. But here's the thing: is that uh, I mean, Blood Dragon was such a weird. De- it was such a far cry from Far Cry. Yeah. Uh, what are the odds it becomes its own IP, like proper? That'd be cool. Pointing like it gets a, it gets a full blown like, hey, this worked. Our weird experiment was a was a success. Well, what I think that's what Far Cry is already doing, though. You here's know? what I would want from a Blood Dragon. What if it wasn't Far Cry? What if it was a Blood Dragon for a different game? Like there's no oh, Assassin's Creed this year. What if it was an Assassin's Creed Blood Dragon? Or oh. what if it was a oh my different, god, a different property Next from Ubisoft? Kid Chameleon. Yeah, I mean, to, but like seriously, like what That's if it's just like a yeah. different Ubisoft IP and gave it the Blood Tom Dragon Clancy's thing? Blood Dragon? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it should, it should suddenly I care. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm totally see. in. Uh, all right, Brian. Um, Easy one, but VR will compose the bulk of Sony's Q4 holiday first-party focus in lieu of other things being delayed. I think they're going to really push on that, and I think it's going to show weird because if you haven't tried VR yet, which hopefully you'll get a chance to in the next few months, um, there's going to be a lot of demos that make things look like they're fascinating in first-person, but really aren't unless you put it on. Um, They're treating this thing like it's a product launch, like it's a console launch. They're going all in. I mean, it is a product launch, but they're treating this like... I was going to say the PlayStation 5, but we're also going to get another PlayStation between now and who knows when. So, uh, yeah, I think that VR is going to be a major focus for mm-hmm. them. Um, and it's, it's mostly because they just they, they just delivered their big first-party baby in, in terms of Uncharted 4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with Horizon delayed until February, I think this is going to be a main focus for them at the show. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, they are winning. Like, yeah. I mean, they have mm-hmm. a bigger install base. So, like, much like last year when there wasn't, you know, Uncharted got delayed, like, there were a lot of things that weren't last fall – Sony can do just fine on third parties yes. because, like, no matter how much Battlefield One leans towards Xbox and marketing, like Call of Duty is leaning towards Sony. Battlefield, like, will still probably be sold. Yeah. There will be more copies so, sold on PS4. Let me ask you this: Remember last gen where it seemed like Sony at times had their backs against the wall and they were trying to come up with, you know, Sony's answer to blank, PlayStation's yeah. answer to blank, sure. the Halo so, Killer, whatever. yeah, Killzone, yeah. Resistance were basically like this is our this is our our Halo Killer, this is our answer to Halo. Nowadays they just call up Call of Duty and they're like, hey, um, just. Hang out with us first. Yeah. You know, hey, get front and center with guys, us. Guys, I know we've been kind of casual for a while, but you want to get like a little bit exclusive? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is but like you can still sleep with every other console. It's of fine. course. You yeah. can be but I want you to start the night at my place. Yeah. 
Oh, that uh, got so gross. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> also uh, Sony released a blog post today with a bunch of confirmed games that are going to be at the show, like smaller things, but a bunch of them were VR. It's going to mm-hmm. be uh, the Psychonauts, the World Rhombus yeah, of Rhombus. Ruin. That's cool. Yeah, that's going to be there. Uh, yep. Thumper, Super Hypercube, a bunch of things we played before, but are super cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so I, I think we're going to see a lot of. I mean, this isn't a prediction, but I think it kind of piggy tailing on that. Woo. Uh, yeah, woo! Um, I think we're going to see at least Curly one key. instance of like. Download this app and check it out in VR for yourself using your phone and Google Cardboard. Something like that. Because there, that are, enough, interesting. there are enough, like, kind of, whether you're, you know, on an Oculus Rift or a... a I, have, I have one of those, like, Mattel Viewmaster phone cases yeah. where you yeah. can watch porn on your phone, nice. on your face. Is that what you're doing at work? Uh, no. Doing thick ropes? No. When I, go in that one, when I go in that one conference room, yeah. leave me alone. What I <laughs> There's do in there glass. Is aperture science. Four of the walls <laughs> no. are glass. No, the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, like I think they're gonna they're gonna be like, hey, uh, check out this, go to this address and check it out in three D yourself. And like we have, like IGN has a has a VR channel. Like we have a, th- a three sixty video channel, which is like youtube.com slash IGN VR. Yeah, and you can you can check out like tours of her office in three sixty views, and it's it's like it's not quite VR, but mm-hmm. if you have like the right VR view, I still don't know how that works exactly. How do I? Uh, but I think that it, to try to sell this, I think that Sony or somebody is going to be like, hey. Check this thing out. See, you can do it yourself. I don't know about that. I think that they're going with a lot of word of mouth on this one, and they're also going with a lot of – they'll start doing – so I started reading about appointment-based VR word demos. Word of mouth and disease of the eyes. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the thing I said a half a minute ago. <laughs> no, not disease of the eyes. <laughs> no, so they're going to start They're going to start doing – I've started reading about this at Best Buy, basically appointment-based uh, yeah, they do that for Oculus. For yeah. Oculus, and yeah. that's the only. So think about it this way: if you were like working on something for a very long time, would you want someone to see it in some sort of like half-assed version with Google Cardboard or with the uh, weird ViewMaster porn thing you use in our secret <laughs> conference room, or would you want them to go all in and actually try it the way it is, yeah. so that you could become an influencer and go tell all your friends? Well, let this me is skip, what I want to do. Let me skip to my number four prediction then, okay. which was that I think during the conference it's already falling apart. The whole system like, falls apart. This feels like a D and D campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I'll right, roll the dice to see if my prediction is a uh, success. My character's my- father was a blacksmith and he has a secret sword in his shoe. <laughs> that was my number four prediction. Uh, no, my cast my- delay. Mine was that I think we'll see an actual full game for VR. Like a, hey, this is a full, like, 30 hour experience app. Yeah. on VR. Yeah. Not even a killer app. And I, I don't even know what it will be, but I think it will be. Something that is not a tech demo, it is not a short experience. It is something this is that a campaign line that you like Kronos or end. Edge yeah. of Nowhere. Will it be exclusive? Um, I don't know. Like and exclusive to PSVR? I don't know if it'll be a new IP. I don't know. Maybe it's Resident Evil. Maybe it's whatever. Like, yeah. But I just think we will see something that is no longer a tech demo. It is the reason why you should spend $400 for this extra thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what we'll see because, to your point, I think everything we have right now is more of along the lines of what you're saying. It's like this cool thing that you want to share your friends for five minutes, but I don't think there's anything that you want to sit down and play for hours and hours and hours right. and hours mm-hmm. of this thing on your head. Well, you and shouldn't. That's so dangerous. My, like, well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Resident Evil. That's uh, Mine is that we're going to see the Resident Evil. It's not going to be seven. It's going to be called Resident Evil. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a complete reboot from the yeah. ground up, and it is going to be, uh, it's going to be for both uh, Xbox and PS4, but the PS4 version will have some sort of VR component to it. Yeah. That's going to be exclusive to PSVR. And sounds- whether it's a mode or mm. a like interactive film, uh, I don't think it's just going to be put it on and you're playing the game, but it's VR. Um, I think it's going to be a 
augmented part of the game, which I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if we see for a bunch of games going forward. If Horizon's going to have some sort of thing, dinosaur viewer in VR, or like, you know, be able to like dissect one of the dino robots. So it'll be yeah, like how seeing certain up. scenes in The Dark Knight were filmed in yes. IMAX or 100%. something like that. And that's yeah. exactly yes. it. And that lines up with stuff, I mean, we'd heard that like the kitchen team might be working on it. Mm-hmm. Like Capcom has publicly said that like they yeah. want to lean into VR for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't make sense to like take a Resident Evil game. Yes, you can play it on your regular PS4, or do whatever you want, but, but if it's you scarier. have VR, it's on your more. face. Yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. Sorry, I said the S word. My it's bad. Fine. You can say. Oops. I mean, I, I'm so excited for all this. I'm also like, I think there's going to be a lot of moments in the Sony press conference where the, the PlayStation Nation, if you will, starts getting splintered and fragmented. Once you start saying this is this is going to go here, this is going to go there. This one's this on a, Neo. No, no, this no. one's VR only. Yes. This one's regular. I mean, that's, don't yeah. think they're going to do that. I. I really, I yeah. feel like it's going to be. Think PlayStation Move. If PlayStation Move had come out when PS3 was, was on, <laughs> if that if that had come out when when PS3 was like if it was on top, if yeah. PS3 was was number one, and they had the luxury of being like, okay, so like like, sorry to do the flip side of the coin, like they made Connect support for Skyrim, where you could do dragon shouts at your TV, or yeah. you could say sort by item weight. And it would do one thing that was the most like game changing yeah. minimal shift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like uh, a mod on PC. Yeah. But, yeah. If you have that, and there's just a little like watermark in the corner of your yeah. your game box that says, "Hey, mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know this supports I like that a lot. PlayStation Move." Or I mean, look at there's like what MotorStorm Apocalypse had like 3D support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a handful of games had that. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, even Six Axis when the exactly yeah like, like stuff like, like that little, where yeah. they're not going to beat you over the head with it, and they're not going to like strip features, but it's. You know, yeah. it's look at this with. I mean, it's it's the same mentality as like, oh, like, do you like weird AR stuff? Like, look at this with your phone with a QR viewer, and yeah. like, most people probably won't, but screw it, if yeah. it's there, give it a shot. Totally. Matt, what's your next one? Oh wait, uh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was, was gonna say, Brian, what's your number two? Did oh, you no, have one? But Matt, yeah, we all had yeah, one. Did, okay, we all had one. Yeah. Max is on. So just for the record, because uh, we're all working on this doc together, it goes Brian, Marty, Max, and Andrew. So if it sounds like we're going completely out of order with cool predictions. Yeah. So number two for me, and then we'll go to number two for Marty, Max, and Andrew, and we'll go go around. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted Four DLC will not be dated because it's going to be wearing a retainer because it won't be there at all. <laughs> I, I, it won't wait, be there. You at think all. it's going to be yeah. there, but it's not going to be. No, dated. I don't even think it'll exist oh, no. at the show. Yeah, I, I think I absolutely. at the very. I think um, Uncharted Four will be a, and they've earned this, but it'll be a like kind of. Quick sort of throwback to the old school E3s where, where people used to show sales data and charts and stuff like that. There'll be a moment of like, we're very proud of our team at Naughty Dog and for we doing this. Past three million units. Past three million units. Yeah. And These are the, our the, own the charts. Yeah. And the, the multiplayer roadmap continues through blah, blah. You know, maybe we'll get a look at something cool they added to Uncharted multiplayer. Probably not even, because I think at this point people know what mm-hmm. that's all about. Yeah. Um, I don't even see that hogging up time during the press conference. Yeah. I think Uncharted 4 will be like a very happy, very golden footnote throughout their con- or at, at some point in their conference, and that's it. In terms of story DLC for Uncharted 4, uh, not ready for it yet. They're going to be under the assumption, because this is such a long-tail game, that most people haven't even gotten to it yet or haven't played it yet, and that mm-hmm. there's this is going to be a system seller for a very long time. Yeah. Also, I don't this, see I, I this is going to come, come out next year. Yeah. And like, also, just for reference, uh, The Last of Us came out on June 14th, 2013. Yep. The Left Behind, the single-player DLC, was announced, not even out, but announced on November 14th, 2013, which so is... Six months. Five months five later? Months. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that would... Maybe a PS Do you know when it was released? Well, or no, five months would be Paris Games Week. It would be... You think they're doing that again? Interesting. 
I mean, maybe. Sony has a big presence you know. there. They, they could yeah, really skip Gamescom like, last year. Yeah. But only once, right? So this is the year where it's either they return to Gamescom this year or, or they, they double themselves down. Like, like, hey, do, can you, do you know when, when yeah. uh, Left Behind was released? Uh, I can look. See, probably, this was, is why it's good for Andrew's laptop here. I know. Because he's a yeah. Yeah. quick he's with Andrew. Uh, May 12, 2015. So a year. So almost a full year, yeah. Yeah, I can see this being like early summer next year. Wow. Yeah. Which is awesome because I mean that that's actually if you think about it if you put out that DLC in the next three months you're only selling to the people who bought the game already yeah no was, that's a lie May, February thirteenth twenty fourteen okay. why'd you lie to us it's fine because I love you happy Valentine's you Day. always get lie out. to the one yeah, you love uh, my second prediction is that uh, we're going to get a tease for Bloodborne two and it is not going to be developed by FromSoft. What? And that this is going to be a Ooh. Sony Japan Studios game. Oh man, wow. I really hope not. Mm. Uh, Sony owns the Bloodborne IP. Um, I feel like uh, Miyazaki and FromSoft want to distance themselves from Souls and Bloodborne and want to do something differently. And that uh, Bloodborne sold so well yep. that I think, yeah, so Sony's going to continue. So, on. Uh, and Sony Japan, uh, Japan Studios did help. With the development of Bloodborne in, as in well. the interest of transparency at, at IGN, we watch the press conferences in a room with like a hundred people. Yes, and I remember when the first time we saw that Bloodborne trailer, that was one of the most like haunting, deranged, yeah. chilling. Like this is my this is grown up Castlevania. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. what I wanted from yeah. that franchise. And if you miss it on the show, that was one of those games where like I played it, I gave up on it, I was about to leave it, and then I came back triumphantly and destroyed. Yeah, that's it. still and, one of my favorite moments from yeah. the show. And I yeah. absolutely loved it. Oh my god, Andrew! <laughs> Drink your milk. You'll Persona grow big got delayed. Strong. Wow. That's what happens uh, when Persona so, gets delayed. I'm torn on that. I mean, I'm with you. I think we're going to get Bloodborne two no matter what. Yeah. But I think your prediction is a, a little worrisome. I'd rather see from just. I'm not doing guys. Po- my predictions aren't news. all positives. Uncharted is coming Mine to are. phones with the Uncharted card collector. That is not game. one of Max's. Uncharted is on phones. Yeah, Sorry, not Battle Bloodborne. My bad. Bagelborn. Uh, Sorry, Max. I, what's your next one? Um. Injustice 2 or Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Uh, and this will be revealed via posters in the convention center, not on a press conference. <laughs> so because do you think WB just... always doubles down. <laughs> They're on already doing it. Did you see the tweets? Ed Boon. Ed Boon's tweet? No, he's being like the with the two. Yeah, Ed Boon's, Ed Boon's yeah. current buddy icon on Twitter. <laughs> it's not called that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's just a it's a large uh, serif font, white on a black background, either Roman numeral two yep. or eleven. That's why I love that because it can be because either. it can be either. Yeah. yeah. What if it just it they, we do it? They, he comes out and he's like, oh, "Never Soft is here with a great announcement," and it just it shows the two and it goes boom and then it zooms out and it's the the two is actually two L's in a. We'll be back next year with a better announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat! I mean, it could also be, so it could be Eleven, it could be Injustice 2. Is there any world where it's Mortal Kombat versus DC 2? Uh, no. Oh, man. I think, I mean, this Because Injustice and because Mortal Kombat did so much better than this. As much as I want to next one, but I, I, I think right now, of all times, DC is going to be more careful than that. And I right. think in a year where... We already have Telltale Batman coming, where we have all these things. Like, or we assume, but like, I, I think there's well, no, Telltale Batman. They announced it's coming this summer. Yeah, oh, they yeah. use this summer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I would be surprised if they cool. did a DC. I mean, if they, I would if love they, a crossover because I want to see, uh, I want to see Kano rip out Zack Snyder's heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that's a, a joke's on you because Zack Snyder has no heart. <laughs> hey, he's from Wisconsin. Uh, so that ties into my next one. That explains a lot. Um, my technical number one on this list, we'll call it number two, is that um, I think there will be a new Batman game revealed, but not an Arkham game. I think it will be more in line with the like Affleck BVS. Universe. So outside of Telltale, outside of the Arkham franchise, yeah, probably. I don't third. think it'll be probably not Rocksteady yet, but I can see it being the Arkham Origins team. Yeah. I can see it being Montreal. like um, WB, Montreal. WB Montreal reveals a new Batman game that maybe isn't literally the Affleck Batman, but it's more in tone. In the same way that I think the so is it gone. Well, I think the Batman in Arkham he takes two and a half hours of my and life. He's Punisher, but he's got a he's got a bat on his shirt. <laughs> I think the Batman in Arkham City and Arkham Asylum is very much the animated series Batman, but with a tiny twist of the Christopher Nolan Batman. Right. I think you got just a little injection of that, and I can see him doing that here. I can see you getting a Batman that is closer to the Affleck Batman than so it would. You don't think it would be in the Arkham nope. universe? Wow, nope. interesting. Batman colon whatever, but no Arkham. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Interesting. God, I'm, man. Yeah. I really, I'm also really desperate for that. I would love to see yeah. something that maybe, maybe they cut down on development costs by not having a million, like, destroyable boxes and carbon fiber everything and having something that's cell shaded. Yeah, and draws from the Bruce Timm design. Yeah, can we I mean, can, can we side note that and just say that we really want a Batman the animated series Arkham game? But that's what we hope Telltale is. Like we haven't seen that game yet, yeah. but we don't that's know. That's not what I hope that is. I would love to see the Batman Telltale game take a totally new art style and be something different. I don't want it to just look like The Walking Dead and be Batman. And it I will think, be, but I want yeah, what I want dude, is if that looks like if that looks like David Mazzucchelli's like year one stuff, like oh my which God, is yeah. kinda what yeah. they're kinda what they've shown or with even like, stuff. Honestly, I would even be down for like a like a Frank Miller style uh Dark Knight Returns leaning You mean into it, it that, starts off with like really tight designs and by the end of it it's just it's like a like an angry preschooler <laughs> druid. I think that's all awesome. I have a feeling the telltale thing is going to lean closer to the detective side of Batman and less the pow bam biff I mean, side They also of said it's almost split half and half you play half yeah. the game as Bruce Wayne. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there it yeah. is. I mean I think for I whatever think I'm this gonna buy this hotel. For whatever this game will Welcome be Welcome home, Claudia think, Schiffer. I do think we'll see a Batman game that does not have the Arkham name and more importantly the first game in whatever this new series is is WB Montreal and not Rocksteady. Right. Because I think whatever Rocksteady is doing, they're ready to move on from Batman. Okay. All right. Brian? Um, Last Guardian will get a date. Mm-hmm. Not unlike, like, unlike Uncharted DLC, which has retainer, <laughs> Last Guardian is a varsity football player. We will get an actual, real, honest day of the calendar year What's that we live in. So that's 2016? 2016. We will get a day in 2016. We will also get an announcement of a special edition collector's box with a bird dog statue. Or an actual bird dog. An actual bird dog. What month no. do you think it's going to be in? Um, make, a, make a real prediction. God, this What's is the tough. day? What's the day? I want to say fall. I want to say... Gonna be fall. Yeah. It would be fall. Earlier or late, though. Are we talking September or are we talking November? October. <laughs> I, th- I don't think it's going to be October. I think October is yeah. for PSVR. I also yeah. think October is like a suicide month. Because I think September. Okay. I think it's going to come out on uh, the day after Christmas. You know what? I'll do. I'll do. Yeah. You're saying September. I'll do November. 6 a.m. Day after I, Christmas. I would honestly. I, I mean, you're joking, but I would agree with like as late as possible. I think yeah. if it's 2016, this is like the Far Cry Three. This yeah. is like the. As really? late as we can possibly get it out and still be in 2016. Yeah. Oh, like December do, Because 1st? Horizon's Q1. So I don't think they want to push it to 2017. I think they will 
do whatever they can do in their power to get out this year. I don't think they want to push it to 2017 because it will be the the biggest running joke in the gaming industry since Duke Nukem Forever. But also, dude, no one, like, I'm excited for Last Guardian. I'm going to play that game. That is not a mainstream GTA selling game. No, it's not. You do not put against... You don't put it against Battlefield and Call of Duty. Exactly. You put it out yeah. in its own month. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's why that's December the thing is, is that I think that it's one of those games that, like, the people who give it... Sorry. That's fine. You can keep cussing. We've been the drinking for now. The, 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 the people who give a, a bird dog hoot, uh, they're, they're <laughs> the ones who, who are going to pre-order it. That's, that's, a game for, that's a game for adults with pot cards yep. and, uh, and, and teenagers with... Aspirations of pot cards. With friends who are pot um, cards. <laughs> who own dogs and birds, maybe. With I don't brothers know. buying the booze. Um, but yeah, I think like, that's actually a good prediction. But December. Like, this, is, this is not a game that, you know, like, you're going to be like, oh, mom, I want this. Like, maybe you are, but, like, your mom's not going to see that on the shelf and be like, oh, that looks like something mm-hmm. that the kids would want. They're going to grab something with, like, a scruffy-looking white dude with a gun yeah, on the front. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a niche. It's a big niche, but the people who, the hardcore people who I care about I was literally about Guardian, to say, a big niche, a bitch. And I'm like, God, <laughs> that's... <laughs> I can say uh, that. No, because it wasn't the swear. Right. No, I, I don't have to cuss it because it wasn't the swear. It we don't know if the bird dog is yeah. a male or female. Anyway, I think the people <laughs> who care about this game are very devoted and will buy it. And I, I think with the install base of PS4 in a world where like an infamous game sold yeah. as well as it did, but, I mean, and there we, are plenty of people who will buy this game, but it's not going to sell 65 million copies. No, yeah, cold bucket of water to the face on this one. 50 million. Yeah. Uh, this game will never recoup its costs, yeah. ever. And it will never It will never be... I don't even think it'll top the chart. Top the charts of the top three on NPD. Yeah. I just don't think it will. No. It's just not that kind well, of game. Well, in December maybe it will, but yeah. Well, yeah. maybe it will in December. Yeah. No, no we'll, I think we'll even then you're going to be talking get, about it in 10 years, though. Do you guys yes. think we get a... Uh, Last Guardian's been in development for a very long time. We saw some cool interactive stuff at TGS, that big wall that you could interact with. I think with. it's going to be a PSVR think there's a, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think there's a VR component? Yeah. I think, think they're going to show that there's a PSVR thing where you can sort of play with Bird Dog a little yeah, bit. I think like 100% that. this game runs in PSVR. Yeah, totally. And I think it's actually probably going to be a really great game for that because it, it seems a little, a little more like slow and mm-hmm. methodical yep. in, in, in terms yeah. of in, instead of just being like, I think a lot of people want first person shooters in PSVR, yeah. but I kind of want a game like this. Like, yeah, I want something slow, and I mean, I want not specifically the witness, but the feeling of the witness. Yeah, where it's very quiet and peaceful and at your own pace. I yeah. want that. And a bunch of bridges are getting all screwed up by that old bunch of sad statues rising out of the water. People yeah. are really underestimating the appreciation of like of, of what vr is like when you're controlling the camera yeah yep. not like like first person is actually really awful because you're like nauseous. i mean it hasn't been done right yet mm-hmm. but if you're just you know if you're moving your head around and yeah. you're and you're like, able yeah. to like subtle vr yeah, yeah like and it just it it adds to it's like you're watching toys move around yeah you know? yeah totally. uh, if you look at this team's last few games camera control has almost always been a very secondary mm-hmm. aspect to it yeah mm-hmm. well i mean even like the thing that strikes me when I go back, and I know Jose, who works with us, um, listen to NBC, uh, has recently been playing Shout at the Colossus. And that's yeah. a game that, no matter what, like, no matter what it looks like now, like, there was the PS3 remaster. But, like, obviously it's been, it's dated a little bit. But that game's <laughs> sense of scale. A lot of people are and, dating. Yeah. Oh, that game's sense of scale and scope it's on the is flag incredible. Team. Doesn't I, I would, and I would, I would argue that it's, see... it's still almost unmatched in many ways. Yeah, it, it totally. I mean, yeah. I think, honestly, weirdly, the closest thing is God of War. I yeah. think God of War is the only other game that's given me that feeling of, like, holy crap. Like, when you're, like, climbing Gaia at the beginning yeah. of God of War 3, yeah. like, that is a game that gets that sense. I would love to see Last Guardian have anything like that that gives me that feeling of, like, oh, my God. God, like this is not like something I've played before. Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely love that, especially you sort of mix in that element, the element of like 
the greatest stuff in Uncharted Four were the like scaling that clock tower or yeah. something oh, like that. Totally, yeah. And as, as it all starts falling apart, gravel in his ass. That was good. Uh, speaking of games that have been in development 10 years, I think uh, Final Fantasy 15 is going to have a huge showing at E3. That was well, weird. Well, that was the, the that lamest thing I've Weird. Uh, but I know both of you have had sex. But what's the bad <laughs> news? I don't, I don't know that anymore. for sure. What's the bad news? Uh, Definitely don't believe I think it that will be the only of uh, Square's big three RPGs that will be there. I think we will I not mean, see really? a peep really? from Kingdom Hearts. So are you and I don't think we'll get a peep. They just announced they're doing an HD version of Final Fantasy. Trial. I don't. Th- well, but, that, but but again, they just announced it, so it wasn't yeah. on stage. Like they did it now because it won't. I be think on they're going injury. all in on 15, which is right, coming out yeah. in two months, and I don't think we're going to see anything at the show from uh, Seven Remaster, Seven Remake, or Kingdom Hearts Three. I totally Maybe twelve. Agree. Like I, we might be able to see twelve. Nothing from seven even though it was there last year because why would they right like they they're launching their biggest game their Mm. most important game in a very long time is launching not even just like it's not like it's announced not like it's far away it launches in september three months probably 10 years so you're of the mind that uh saying so putting out so many final fantasy things at the same time or at least all that is sort of crowding the conversation yeah because think about it right they already as it is they have brave xvs which is their mobile game world of final fantasy like there's no dearth of final fantasy games there are a ton of things in that world dirge of Did you say dearth yeah, I did. Like, what uh, is that? Old Darth McGurk? Like, there's no lack of Scarf? Final Fantasy games. Like, there's weird things going on. Darth or Darth? Derek? Derek. Darth? Uh, Fred Durth? That's one of those words like, like naive. I never know how to say it. Yeah, I say it right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if I like. There's no lack of Final Fantasy games yeah, right now. Right. Like, they're, it's not like they need the brand recognition. So, but, but Marty, so I think with Final Fantasy VII and especially with Kingdom Hearts, I definitely don't think you see Kingdom Hearts because that's a distraction. But that's a totally different franchise. That's like a... Yeah, but it's this crossover. No, everyone who's going to yeah. play one of them is yeah. going to play the other one. Exactly. I guess you're right. Dude, I, like, I yeah. completely hear where you're coming from, but I think that we're going to see a few sprinklings of other Square Enix things. You know, like, yeah, but uh, they don't have a conference this year. Yeah. I think but it I agree that all their stuff last year was during Sony. Probably. I think it would be 12. Like, if they've already confirmed 12 is at E3, 12 remaster, or 12 the Zodiac Ages. At E3, we can play it, we can see it. God, we'll I'm so stoked for that. that. But I do think I agree with you. I think 15 is their big push. And then once it's out, like, think about the timing, right? When that game is basically done and close to being launched, you're hitting Gamescom, you're hitting Paris Games Week, you're hitting PSX. Uh-huh. That's TGS. when you push. What TGS, if, uh, exactly. That's when you push Final Fantasy ones. 7 Remake. Whichever Kingdom one's Hearts, first. What if, they, what if they announce that uh, people who pre-order Final Fantasy 15 get access to FF7 stuff early? I think they would have already. I, dude. Like, don't forget, dude, the big pre-order push for 15 that, is done. But that would be huge. Like, what if the 15 pre-order thing is, like, you get whatever 7's Dusk Guy is? Maybe. This guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. This guy. All right, Max, your turn. Said, oh, uh, Sorry. No, I'm just, I'm not trying to. Oh, uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, we have to. Uh, Hideo Kojima is going to make an appearance to yep. thunderous applause. Yep. Whether or not he comes out to say, hi, I think a PlayStation 4 is a real cool box. I was so angry or, you wrote this because I was going to write this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think he's going to reveal a logo or name for the first project, probably featuring uh, Ludens, the carpet drop maker, Space Knight, Skeleton yep. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new picture of him today. Yep. I mean, the fact that... Uh, what, what does he say? Mm-hmm. The, the, new, the new... What is it? I'm, I'm still coming? Is I'm it? still coming. Yeah. You're still, a, y'all still coming? That's a weird tagline. It's really, really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Please just stop high-fiving awkwardly across the desk. Uh, this is what happens when we don't yeah. have a girl on the show. I, <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with you. I think um, I, I think it is time for this, but I love the way you phrased it because we're not going to get... like. Anyone who thinks there's going to be like a 
two minute gameplay no. trailer or something. No, he went, he went, he went, that he, game has probably barely started. He went shopping for an engine a month and a half ago. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's, like, it's not running on anything yet. But the way you phrase this, a title, a logo, a yeah. I think yeah, that's really, good. I think that's really solid. That's exactly a really good. Right. Yeah. I think, I think. Would that you is say exactly it's solid? Metal Gear Solid. I don't got to write down. That's I can, legally I, he legally can flip, can't call it that. Can I flip people My off on the podcast? Two is that I do not think we will see. Okay. I think you will hear literally no mention of Vita at all. Uh, not so, indies. I think there will be no, games that are announced that in the PlayStation blog post an hour later you'll find out it's coming to Vita. Do you remember how you don't, don't think we will it. say the word? No one will say yes, the word Vita. I do Go not think do you see remember Geo Corsi will not say the word Vita. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. You monster. Really? I, I would love. This is what I want to be wrong on. I want 30 Vita games. I want Adam Boyce to come out in the last two seconds and just be like, Vita! <laughs> he's like, Vita, screw you, Goldfarb. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, honestly, like, again, I would love to be wrong, I can see but doing I, that. I really don't think. <laughs> I in love a year where the PS4 has 40 million units sold, yeah. they're going to launch PS4.5 or Neo or whatever and VR. I do not think they waste a second. Do you remember how many Vita. Vitas were on the show floor last year? No, I think they were like it was like yeah less than three uh, right. They were, I mean, they were like at the Atlas booth. Yeah. If you're talking about show floor, yeah, they were at the Atlas. But booth none were at the none were at the Sony booth, were they? No, no. Yeah. I mean, it, well, there, there might have been a couple, but honestly, I think I don't mean like one the, that some dude brought in. Yeah, I think <laughs> the point being that like I really don't think it is like I love the Vita. It's my favorite system. There's no world where what I see them Nintendo? having the time to dedicate. Oh, to also, it. fun fact: I just saw this in Kotaku. Shout out to those fine folks over there. Uh, you can get a refurbished Vita for. $100. Yep. So get if that. you were on the Seriously. fence, yep. jump on that. Get that by Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. Get, that, at get that and then get play, wait, if you have uh, get, uh, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation like, Plus, how am I? Yeah. Just, just go screw like Gravity Rush it. 1. I'm no, sorry. No, the bad news is though, like, all the PlayStation Vita memory cards well. still cost more than refurbished. Yeah, Vita. hey! Get ready. Yeah, we're good. Dad, <laughs> I'm so sick of that. I'm, I have a PSTV, and I went to uh, to buy a memory card for it, and it's got to be a Vita memory card that goes into it. And there's still $65. It's been like 40 years since that thing came out. What is your problem? What is inside those things? What Get it together. Out, what Why, there's no were... third parties for it either? No one's just making a bootleg ass. I will go to China for cheaper than it costs to get a <laughs> PlayStation memory card for my Vita. What if they came out and they were like, we're Sorry. proud to announce that the Vita is the most profitable Sony product ever. I mean, because our memory cards were so damn overpriced. I'm going to move so away angry. from the microphone and eat a pretzel, and it won't be as offensive as the thing it's I like just. It's a yeah. weird uh, Wetzel's remix of a Tayson Day song. Yeah, I, I ate an apple on the microphone. Well, it's good that it's. Well, we ate ham on right. the microphone. Uh, Who's on what next? Bri- huh? It's, a, it's uh, on, Brian. We're on Brian's. Yeah, we're on Brian. Why don't we skip Brian because he's eating pretzel? No, this is a rig. Brian number four. Man, that's, a, that's like a saltine challenge. This is a really good one. Uh, I love this one. Sucker Punch's new game will be teased. This was my other one I wanted to steal. <laughs> yes, because and it has a retainer. It, is it Spider-Man? <laughs> Stop talking about the retainer. It's not Spider-Man. Okay. What is definitely, it I, don't, I do not think it's Spider-Man. New IP? I'm going to say new IP. I don't think it's another Infamous. Is um, it Sly Cooper that they we, teased for so, ago that never came out? Brief history. We haven't seen anything from these guys since, A, the launch of the PS4 with... Second oh, Son, and then we saw First Light a couple yeah. months later. Or what was it, like a year later? Well, no, 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 no. I months. mean, Infamous yeah. wasn't a launch game. It was a couple months later. Right. It was a February well, launch window, yeah, yeah. as totally, we call totally, it. Totally. Um, these guys are long overdue to show us what they're working on, unless they're just not doing anything in which, what's going on? <laughs> I kind of want to know about that. Like, in the same way I want to know what the hell they did the last Guardian Studio for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. like most day-to-day activity, uh, yeah. where uh, they were just kind of... You know, playing bocce ball in the courtyard or whatever. They're bocce? But no, um, goofing. I loved 
Infamous Second Son. I really, really love that game. Uh, traversal in that game is sort of still unmatched for a open world third person game. That game feels so good. Like it's just so cool to just and it's like it's stupidly easy to just run up a wall. You don't have to think about it. But Yo, it's so much fun. Uh, I will say that. Did you play Second Son? Because I, I will say I played first I one. It. Okay, I will say that Second Son does the. Running up the wall stuff better than Saints Row 4 did. Wow. Right. It yeah. also makes you feel when you get each new power. Yep. Uh, like, honestly, this is probably going to sound like hyperbole, but I, I think that is the most significant each new power has felt yep. for me since, like, a Mega Man game. Like, honestly, like, that is when you get each of the new really powers like that. in that game, yeah. it feels so game-changing, and yep. it opens so many things to you that it's, like, so, like... They're, like, honestly, I probably overall like Infamous 2 better than Second Son, but I do think Second Son makes you appreciate every element that you have yep. and everything you can do more so. And I loved so much of Second Son. I thought Troy, ba- Troy Baker was fantastic. I thought the Seattle setting was really cool. Um, I, thought, I, I thought the whole sort of, like, dystopian police force trying to take you down was really awesome. And, and like, obviously, like, I, I think that's that world where, like, it worked for me yeah. in such a good way. I I love the Infamous universe. Like me too. I almost it, it's I never say this because like with Gorilla, I'm so excited they're doing Horizon. I'm so excited yeah. they're moving on from Killzone. With Sucker Punch, I want them to make more Infamous because I love that universe and I think I cared so much about Cole. I cared so much about Infamous One and Two. In the same way I do care about Delson, like I want more Infamous. I would really yeah. love to see them go hard and make us care so, about that world so and this, now there are 40 million the, Spi- the Spider-Man there, like, rumors yeah. let it be a popular franchise what do we do with those because didn't, weren't they kind of squashed today what do you mean today I, I read something about how a different team was working on a new Spider-Man game today oh. I, I mean, like no, like, I, so last time we talked about this I got very corrected because while I was at Gearbox not paying attention to news yeah. uh, we found out that uh, Activision did lose the rights which apparently reverted back to Sony mm-hmm. so I don't know. I would love to see someone make a cool Spider-Man game. Yeah. I think that is that is I'm sorry, that is a tangled web oh. of rights. Yes. It really is. Get a high five on the it really high is. Fives. Uh, but I think it ultimately like, comes back to Sony, doesn't it? In some weird way. Only spectacular Spider-Man. Oh god. That's a, that was amazing. That was amazing. Ah, Aunt May is hot now. Sorry. Um <laughs> but no really, like I, I, I it's it's amazing that like you've got You've got Marvel, you've got Activision, you've got Sony, you've got yep. Disney. There's yep. all these different players in the game, and it's like... And everyone's kind of playing keep away with each yeah. other. Who, uh, in, in some who ways... make a Spider-Man video game? In some ways, really I would love a Sucker time. Punch... <laughs> in some ways, I'd love a Sucker Punch Spider-Man, because uh, some of my favorite video game memories of all time are the 3D open world... Spider-Man, Spider-Man games. 2 is incredible. It's so, it's Spider-Man, so 2 yeah. Spider-Man 2 like, is probably still arguably the best open world game. Yeah. yeah. I went to, uh, I was in New York recently and I went to Roosevelt Island specifically because it looked cool and you can get there on like a weird air trolley, which mm-hmm. is so un-New York City. But also because like I had memories of going there in that in game, game. Yeah. Where it's awesome. like you're whipping along the Qu- Queensboro Bridge and all of a sudden you're there. On the flip side, um, Spider-Man's powers are pretty weak compared to anything that any of the protagonists have ever done in the infamous games like yeah but you can fly they, around you can hang people on webs and stuff like that but like that's the challenge you know yeah yeah i guess so what if yeah, halfway through the game you get the black costume you know oh, either way if my prediction's true we get a new sucker punch game at e3 yeah, yeah. Totally uh, that works. Mine's a quickie. I think uh, shadow of mordor 2 is going to be revealed which actually it's not Boy. called shadow of mordor 2 it's called middle earth 2 
Max, you're a nerd. It's Middle Earth Shadow. Hey, Max, what's your next one? <laughs> no, no, I want to point that out. Like that's that's yeah, actually that, no, that's good. That's yeah. good news. Like I think they're going to expand. And I think Grand Theft Auto was called like. San Andreas Grand Theft Auto. Are you are you actually him on some like Tolkien nonsense right now? <laughs> it's that not I don't even understand. Tolkien. It's WB branding. It's yeah, just... but, but anyone who goes to the store is not going to understand what that. Any, they just want to see Shadow of Mordor two because that first one sold a lot. Right, but I think they're going to say Middle Earth Shadow of Hobbiton. <laughs> What That's are they going to do with all the people that fall asleep in the store reading that title? <laughs> I hope it's a, I hope it's a, it's like a dance central, but it's all just Tom Bombadil dancing to the I songs. I can totally get behind that. Okay, relax. Uh, hey, number four. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're out. No, the one thing this I'm worried like, about. This is seriously one of my favorite episodes of the really I'm, I'm having fun. such a oh, good time. It turns out we drink. It's it great. It helps that we're having a delicious <laughs> cup of milk. All oh, that milk. Uh, the only thing I'm worried no, about I just, is I the just camera literally running out of yeah. oh, the car. Uh, we're going to go for a while, yeah. yeah. It's an hour 15. Uh, I, I predict that somebody is wearing a Crash Bandicoot shoot. <laughs> I mean, you say somebody. Crash Bandicoot shirt like an asshole. Yeah. Did you say shoot like he's going to go? Press. 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 They're going to kill an animal on stage? You can't make me go from talking about Tom Bombadil with Marielle Dolan so saying look, Crash Bandicoot. Max, honestly, for years, uh, games were revealed at E3 through very strange ways, such as Peter Moore pulling up his sleeve and showing a tattoo. Yeah. And or if the, somebody the comes on stage... Of the engage, somebody comes on stage... Taking off her shirt. Yep, yep. If somebody comes on stage with a backpack and they pull a ripcord <laughs> and they Crash Bandicoot <laughs> shoot... That would be, awesome. be awesome. I'm <laughs> totally in. Yeah. I think, honestly, like given what happened in Uncharted, I hope that was a very subtle tease, but we'll see. But if I would love that tease. If the same thing happens at Microsoft with <laughs> Battletoads, I'm literally going to murder everyone in the IGN war room. So Why would you do that? Why would you kill a bunch of people that also want to play Marty that game? Marty loves Battletoads. Marty loves You don't want to play Battletoads. I'm, I'm morbidly curious. Uh, my next one, uh, <laughs> oh my I think that Three no matter what, I think we will see at least one game or demo that is available now for you to play at home. Uh, I think that the Battlefield Hardline demo was really smart that you could that day play it at home. I think, uh, what was that game? The two birds oh, that yeah. were opposite uh, colors. Someone um, E. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like when they do that stuff, it's awesome. And I think like the fact that this year E3 Live was announced, which is a public event, I think Nintendo is doing a lot of smart stuff with letting people come to E3 or uh-huh. play from New York. Like I think they want at this point, look, like E3 gets it, and I think like a lot or, or Sony and Microsoft get it, and they want people to be able to experience this week from home. Yeah, smart. I think it would make perfect sense for people to be able to play a big new demo from home. And I think that's something we'll see more and more often. Sony especially understands that, so I think we'll see at least one game that, like, you at home get to play during the Wii of yeah. E3. Yeah, and, uh, Which is a lot better than just being, like, entwined. Available <laughs> now. Entwined. Yeah. That was, yeah. A, was that the one you were talking yeah. about? Entwined, yeah. <laughs> it was entwined, and it was that same year it was... Uh, entwined, and then and at Gamescom the, we got PT. No, and, it, and then at, at that same E3, it was the Dead Dead Rising Super Hyper Ultra weird thing. Yes, and so, uh, the Battlefield Hardline. One, of, one yeah. of my post E3 rituals is to get home and start downloading all the games that were available right now that I couldn't play. Yeah, because yeah. Right um, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of them was that. that Poor yeah, that, baby. Wow. 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 But wah, whatever. Wah. I, I remember like the Friday morning of E3, waking up and downloading like baby <laughs> Entwined, and just being like. Oh, I understand why this yeah. game didn't have a pre-release cycle or hype yep. behind it at all. You it's know, not good. Twine. It's the smartest thing in the world because it's it's like the free T-shirt for people who were there, but it's yeah, like it's it's effectively digital swag. Who up next, Max? Your last prediction. My last prediction of the year. My my blank. My blank. Your prediction. ultimate prediction. Uh, 
I think we're going to get something stunning from Rockstar. I don't know if it's going to be Red Dead 2. I feel like everyone's expecting Red Dead 2, but... He's going to break his neck. Goldfarb is whipping his hair back and forth so hard his head might fall off. Former Take-Two employee is uh, making some kind of weird... No. (laughs) Palsy gesture. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) What? Our figure box is not owned by Take-Two or 2K. What? They're not owned by Take-Two or 2K. Yeah. Aren't they distributed by them? Their games are public. Many of their games are published by Take Two. Okay, They're point is, take, take Two. We're gonna silently <laughs> munch pretzels in the corner as this. I think one, of the, one of the biggest giveaways uh, a week before E three is trademarks, and the fact that Take Two just re up the trademark for Agent means we're gonna see something. Maybe. I think we see nothing from Rockstar E three. Really? Yep. No Red Dead. Nothing. Not even a teaser. Nope. Okay. That's not my last prediction, but yeah. What about I, I like what so. about Red Dead Remastered or something like that? I think Rockstar is too big. I think honestly, like even the Sony Stage D three is too small for them. I okay. think you're they, wrong. They're they are a company that does not want to be drowned out by anyone else. And I think why like if you're Rockstar, why bother during E three week when Zelda and like Recore and uh, Halo Wars 2 and Not whatever else is. No, I mean, seriously, though, like, why are you competing against other first parties? No, I'm totally with you. I just love the idea of them being like, so we have a new GTA, but we don't want Recore to take. <laughs> no, like, I'm excited but, for Recore, but, but that's KJ and Afuni is going to deliver his third is, undelivered game in seven years. That's the perfect point. Like, if you were a rock star... <laughs> we got to stay clear of this one. Why, why compete with that, right? Like, sure. why bother? And so no. I think Red Dead... Maybe I'm not even ruling out the fact that it could be 2017 or 2016 even. But if you're going to do it, do it yourself. Like, yes. Don't do it during the week of the uh, busiest video game. H- historically, they don't really care about that convention. They just yep. don't show up. They don't need to. Yeah. I mean, they, except yeah. for two years ago when they announced that GTA was coming to PS4 and next yeah. gen. And yeah, like, Peter Moore's rolled up his sleeves for GTA cats? release dates and for DLC and stuff. Years ago, yeah. though. Like, yeah. the, the landscape is brand new. is not... GTA, that's the thing. Like GTA can do exactly, that. Red Dead can't. But that's exactly the point, right? GTA can come out during E3 and be big enough that it drowns out everything else. Red Dead can't. No, no, no. Red Dead can get lost in the shuffle. Yes. Because if there are five new IPs from Microsoft and Nintendo and everybody else, like what if they announce? All right, there's not going to be any new IPs from Nintendo. Uh, what if they announce <laughs> Liberty City DLC for GTA Five? That'd be cool. There was a screenshot floating around that apparently looked like that. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. that long rumored story DLC stuff they might add. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm with Andrew in that I, I'm not entirely sure that'll be a thing at E3. But like we said before, pragmatism I very important. I don't think it's a matter of Rockstar being like, should we throw our hat in the ring? And more like publishers or not publishers like up. Microsoft or Sony or whoever being like, like hey, here's all the money for the love of God please come to our conference right yeah. come to our house party yep we care really, about our lineup uh, yep we're having a, a homecoming party and we just really would love it if you'd show mm-hmm. up man there's, we're talking a lot about people making loves during high school <laughs> Okay, I think that might be the worst noise ever recorded on this show. And we ate ham. What yeah. we ate ham like two months ago. That's a, that, sounded like a, that sounded like a whale eating its daughter. That was probably the... I was going to go with a whale dying. And that was so bad. <laughs> oh, whale. Oh, like Free, Willy, Free Willy, the director's cut. <laughs> Who's up next? I'm glad you didn't drop dead because I just... Uh, Brian, you go. You give your last This one. is my fifth and final prediction, and it's a... Really, <laughs> <big one. laughs> 
It's a two-part prediction. It's... Ready? God of War 4, or God of War PS4, and... <coughs> wait for it. It's good you knack do that two, in the microphone. Knack 2. To Knack 2 Knackin will be revealed... At E3. During the conference, uh, we will get a brand new next-gen God of War. Next-gen? God of War. I'm with you on. Knack 2. Don't knack it till you try it. Yep. Don't knack the hustle. Yeah. So here's the thing with knack. I think (laughs) if there is another knack. Hard knack life. If there is another knack, it is. (laughs) Knack and action. Mark Cerny is the guy that does have the clout to fight for another, like, of everyone, it's like when you guys let me talk about Persona on this show. Yeah. Like it is like someone who is high enough up that like you'll let him have his little sad project. Yep. I think that like I I get it, and I think like he's someone who if he really cares enough about that franchise, he could push through a sequel to Knack Two because Mark yeah. Cerny, for anyone who's not aware, despite being lead on Knack Two or on Knack One rather, is also the chief architect of the PlayStation Four. Yeah. So he's somebody who pushed through that that platformer. Because he intimately understood. Also, the didn't that of didn't that dude create Hubert? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mark is, like Mark Cerny's been around forever. I heard like, his he's wife is who, Marble Madness. It comes to the arcade era. Like he gets it. Yeah. Um, if Knack Two comes, it would be because it's something he believes in so much. I do like, despite everything you think of Knack, everything that doesn't make it like even close to a notable launch title, technically. It was cool. Like, it did a I lot mean, of good I could have that Assassin's Creed 2 thing where it's like, hey, a second one can yeah. make this well, better. This is, so exactly. this is why I put this on the list, yeah. because Knack, Knack was a... Who's def- there? <laughs> it's a definitive 6.5 game. Probably even a yeah. 6. 6, mm-hmm. 6.5 range, right? Not great. Not even yeah. good. It's an okay game. Um, it's a launch I game... I call it good. It's a launch like game Knack. that sold more copies than Super Mario 3D World, despite being a incredibly reached from the fathoms of space inferior platforming yeah. game. Just a not... Nowhere near the way the, the quality that game yeah. had. But, great tech demo. Mm-hmm. Good attitude. Like, you know, it was a fun, cool, interesting game. I do not regret playing through that game. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, as much as I was allowed to play before the it physically broke score on was 5.9. Okay, well, you know, so I'm hovering right underneath the average <laughs> at uh, the okay range. Uh, what's what's 5.9 on the scale? Uh, average. Pretty I'm meh. Uh, I think you're insane. Decent. I don't, we're absolutely not seeing that, too. That's what? Thing. We're never no, seeing you're that crazy. We we're will. never seeing that again. We uh, I totally agree with you, though. Uh, God of War, I think, will be revealed. Uh-huh. I think it will be Norse, and I think it will come out this year. You say I Norse? Think, Norse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? I'm going to slowly claw out these parts of this <laughs> You little monster. Yes. 100%. Uh, Norse case scenario. So Norse, and I think that's, <laughs> I think that's their, uh, one of their big fall game. Uh, but that's not my final prediction. My final prediction, which I erased because it was a God of War <laughs> thing, is that we're finally going to see Sony Ben's game. Which has, I, been, a, I, I which has want, been a prediction on this podcast yeah. for four years. I love you, Colin. <laughs> and you have said this since 2012. I would love to see Sony Ben really lean into... Either a fully next-gen reboot of Siphon Filter mm-hmm. or smart new IP, I still don't think we'll see it. I think Sony Ben's game gets revealed at PSX. Eric. Siphon Filter has been gone so long. Eric that- Jensen, we love you so much. <laughs> yes, we do. Still don't think we'll see your game. Siphon Filter has been gone for so long that if it comes back, everyone will be sitting in the room like... It's as though it's a new IP. Yeah. And I mean, so there have been... Um, what like is called rumors. Gabe Logan's Run. Yes, exactly. There have been rumors about what their game is. Um, Logan. <laughs> Damn it, Marty. Logan's Run was a film. 
What are you doing? Uh, what are you there have been rumors about what that game is. Uh, Why are you Googling stuff at this point? Because Shinobi, who's a big Neurogaf guy, said it's called mm-hmm. Dead Don't Ride, which is a uh, zombie Like post-apocalyptic zombie biker yeah. thing. Yeah. And I mean, like, great. If it's that, awesome. Like, I want to see what Sony Ride Dead to is Hail doing. Retribution, Undead Nightmare. A, they're a very talented <laughs> studio that, aside from Simon Filter, made Uncharted Golden Abyss, which I personally think is better than Uncharted 1. Like, they took a franchise that was I, years I would say, in. I would say a lot of people side with you on that, yeah. including yeah. most of the people in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I think, like, that's a game that they took an established IP, and they made something very smart out of it, and yeah. they made something that fit a, like yes, it was the launch of console. So yeah, you had to hold up to the light, and you it had was to gimmicky with a lot of like, look what the video can do. that that design to just make an antiques roadshow game where yep. you're just like, well, it's a Tiffany lamp, but I better rotate it around and dust <laughs> but, it off to find but out that's for the thing. sure. Like, like yes, it would it, like every other launch that has a gimmick, it had to lean into the capabilities of that console, but also it was a fun game. It yeah. was longer than. A lot of Uncharted games. You know what? Like, Everything's not about like, Also, Max, <laughs> Tiffany Lamp was killed in the first Uncharted <laughs> game. <laughs> so, yeah, I, agree. First I, think, I think Sony Ben's game, being D3, like, it's time. I, I think we haven't seen anything from them in a while. I think that makes sense. All right. Your last one, you joked there because there's a, there's a Bond girl named Tiffany Case. Who's really? Literally, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> my final prediction Easily is amused. that... So, Neiman Marcus Sofa. I do think the rumors are true about PS4 or 5 or Neo or whatever you call it. I do think it's mentioned in D3. But I think Sony is smart. They've learned a lot. They were in second place for most of last gen. I think they understand now, being far in the lead, I think they understand what consumers want. Yes. And so, I think you do see PS4 or 5 or Neo or whatever at E3, but I think they're very smart and also offer a very smart upgrade plan for current PS4 owners. And so I think what you'll see at E3 is the processing box that comes with PSVR. I think you will see some version of that that you can buy as a separate peripheral that would turn will turn your current PS4 into essentially Neo. Yeah. That will give it new power, new capabilities, new whatever. New responsibility. Yeah, and it, it, it's like obviously much like uh, the comparison I use is the, the expansion new 3DS pack? XL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's like basically like if you buy the new 3DS XL, it has built-in NFC. It is a It has the second analog stick. It has things you can buy, but... If you have an old 3DS, you can still get, like, the cradle. You, you can, can still get Frankenstein it together. NFC thing. Yeah. You can Frankenstein together. Exactly. This kind of version that builds into the new thing. And I think Sony is smart enough to get it that 40 million PS4s are out there, so people will be able to upgrade their existing console. I like it. I yeah. like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's... I feel like that's the smartest way to market it. it and yeah. The smartest yeah. way to, like, not piss to off not people. not make people angry. Exactly. It won't be pretty. No, but, but it'll, it'll get the job yeah, done. Exactly. Yeah. And if you want something pretty, buy the Neo, buy the 4.5. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we went in the group and asked for rapid fire questions. We want to run through any of those real quick? Yeah, let's also, real, let's, real also let's just All talk right. about it. I literally, this might stop recording at some point, which is totally fine. But if it does, if the episode just ends, it ends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rapid fire. Dies, Go to the Facebook group, Podcast Beyond. You know the drill by now. Mario Piacquati. Hold on, I'm going to do this right. Mario Piacquadio. <laughs> Says, I'm also going to E3. Hope I can meet you. Now to the question. Since this year, I'm going to my first E3. I'm wondering, what was all of your guys' first E3 experience? And are there any cool stories from them? Goldfarb, let's start with you. Because I know you're 
Yours yeah, is this, special. Is, this is my 10th E3. Uh, my first one was E3 2004. I went as a uh, high school student. I was 17. Uh, my mom insisted on flying out with me. Uh, oh. And yeah, E3 2004 was uh, an incredible year. Like, it was the reveal of the PSP, the DS, the. Uh, like, it was before we saw PS3, it was before we thought, saw 360. It was a very weird year, but I'm super happy to have gone, and I think that year was. Uh, I don't know. It led to me being here, and I it made me want to be involved in the game industry. So I don't know. I'm I am happy to have been there. Yeah, and was awesome. I hope I don't know. I hope the C3 is exciting, and that Neo is a cool new thing people care about, or Scorpio with Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Like I hope like people care about what they're seeing. Cool. E3 is really awesome. I kind of don't understand the cynicism that goes behind it. I understand that you can get miserable planning it and stuff like that working in in the industry, but the people who get there and hate being there the entire time, like... Get the fuck out of here, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, give up your spot on the island for somebody who's yeah. happy to be there. Because I mean, a finite amount of people get to enjoy it. So yeah. if you're there and you hate it, just well, leave. Well, I mean, you started a new job and went to E3, right? Yeah, this E3 2009 was my first day actually physically working in the company of IGN. And I showed up being like, oh, I'm going to get to do some funny, cool videos and articles <laughs> and stuff like that. And they were like, no, you're going to see Sega to check out Alien vs. Predator. Yep. Like, that was my first day. What, remember, what was the name of that game? Was it just Alien vs. Predator? The that game where you could play as aliens and predators and Marines? I mean, the movie was called that, so probably. No, yeah. it was Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I just I dove right in, and I had no idea what I was doing. My crappy phone had no, like, good Wi-Fi in there. You're coordinating in a sea of people and, and problems and sounds, and you're eating, yeah. like, uh, you know, whatever you can eat, and you're getting well, through it. And that was the you're weird thing, it. like, when I at, – at I think it was the year after 2005. They were like confiscating camera phones because, like, it became like you had to okay. register a media pass to have those because it wow. became that's so dumb. That's like asinine. that you could take pictures, yeah. and it was yeah. like a very it was like a, a new frontier. It was a new world that, like, the fact that you could take pictures with something in your pocket. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, my first E3 was 2011, which was awesome because I got to see Skyrim. Uh, I got to see Prey 2. I'm really glad that game came out, and I got to play a whole lot of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. It was, it was incredible. It was, it was completely yeah. overwhelmed the whole time. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, your first E3 is, over, is always overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I would say if you want to learn more about uh, E3 experiences, tune in for the Up at Noon E3 Spectacular, which is happening this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Live. God. At 4 p.m. Pacific time on IGN and all our various... Yeah, we we assembled this like crack team of just amazing guests. Uh, I don't want to say anybody's name Don't yet. say anyone's name, but it's people people people, like. people, yeah. Yeah. people people like. It's not uh, Greg and Colin. We tried. They're not coming in a, to L.A. Yeah. until Monday night. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. but we but love also, It's everybody else. I can't remember Greg and <laughs> Yeah, please do. Uh, but also, uh, just to let you know, next week's episode, we're probably going to record two, but one of them is going to be uh, the pre- and post-show for the Sony Conference, which yes. Sony Conference is at 6 mm-hmm. on Monday night. 6 so p.m. Pacific. Pre-show. Yeah, 6 p.m. Pacific. So the pre-show will start at 5.30. The post-show will probably start at Which is, 7.30 yeah. or whenever it might, ends. And it I'll might be, be honest, my, I'll be very busy. Andrew will be very busy doing news, <laughs> but it'll be uh, Max Altano, Alana, and I. Yep. Might be my favorite hour of the year. It's, it's going like, to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love I, I mean, love we'll, we'll, why have you come on the at the best end? Why have yeah. you come on at the end of the yep. post-show? I'll be in the post-show, yeah. I'm going to skip the next one. And we'll also try to do another drunk one at E3. Um... Eric Gerson says, what's the most optimistic pie-in-the-sky E3 announcement you're praying for? So aside from all of the very measured predictions we made, the one that's just like, this will never happen in a million years, but this is utopia for Neo you. Neo is free to every existing PS4. Perfect. Uh, Marty? Uh, ukulele is actually Banjo 3. Max? Duke Nukem is back, and he's better than ever, and 
<sighs> Brian. <laughs> Brian says there's one console. It's called the One Soul, and it plays every game perfectly, and you don't have to it's ever buy anything ever again. Only soul. Yeah, uh, they my, have that. It's called an Ouya full of oxycontin <laughs> or a PC. Michael Mora says so. After E3, what's the first thing you do once all the events are over? With? Sleep. Uh, I'm going to go back home, and I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to go to a park, and I'm not going to look at yeah. a screen. It's like yeah. a weird mixture of get drunk, go to sleep, uh, get on an airplane, and, and uh, yep. sit there. Yeah. Yep. yeah, It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I like to come home, just relax in my own bed, wake up, take a nice hot shower for a very long time, and then just kind of like relax in my pajamas for a few days. Mm-hmm. Just decompress from the like entire single, weekend. Do you have a single onesie pajama with like a little the, the butt no, flap? No, I, w- I would love that, like with the feet and the yeah. and the, no, man, and the ass that. and the Not ass great. square. Yeah. Not what? great. The ass oh, yeah? square. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, is it like yep. with that article about mis- how Mystique pees in her costume? I did not read that what? article. What? And on that note. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> for joining us. YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. YouTube.com slash Mystique Facts. Yeah, don't, don't do, don't, don't, yeah. no. Uh, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. Uh, yep. We're just putting up the full episodes and the breakouts now, but yep. we are legitimately, after E3, we're going to start doing, uh, I think, once a month episodes where we're probably, it's probably going to be a lot like this one where we're just drinking and That sounds awesome. I'm really yeah. down for that. Seriously. Um, and then we'll also start or, doing yeah. uh, a lot of Let's Plays. Uh, yeah. I'm going to play uh, Duck Dynasty. Great. Yep, and you will see uh, people like Alana Pierce and Jeff yep. Petty and yep. some of your favorite personalities. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, um, E3 is coming up. We're all on Twitter. We are very active on there. If you'd like to track stuff, yep. follow us all. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle. Marty yep. is McBiggity with two G's and two mm-hmm. T's. Andrew is Garfep. Jared is Petty, Jared. Alana is Charlanazard. Uh, the BCU, the Beyond Cinematic Ryan Universe. Ryan Clements is at Plum Cider. Yep. Yeah, Ryan he's going to be busy. Greg uh, <laughs> Collins is at No Taxation. Yeah. 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 No, like if there's a time to be on Twitter and you care about games, E3 is that time. Yeah. Seriously, mm-hmm. Seriously, track that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and of Apps. course, IGN is IGN. Yeah. Uh, uh, download can, the PS4 app. That's yeah. going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Honestly, legitimately the best way to probably watch all of our live streams, which are going to be going from yep. Sunday morning with the EA conference all the way through Sunday. We're going to be, uh, Brian, you're going to be uh, revealing a bunch of Mafia 3 stuff. Oh, yeah. God. Because yeah, yeah, you've got some cousins who know about that. <laughs> hey! Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, my, my favorite Brian Altano story is when the <laughs> very first rumor of Mafia 3 leaked, when 2K Check was still developing it, uh, I leaned over to Brian. I was like, hey, Brian, do you know anything about Mafia 2? Yep. And he stared at me and he said, what? Because I'm Italian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm hosting the Mafia debut world uh, exclusive, whatever whatever it is. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be huge. So check in. Uh, we're doing Up and Noon Live. We're doing live programming for days and days and days. You're interviewing uh, developers from all over the world. We're working on some of the yep. best games we'll in the, the universe. Reveal, the Walking Dead Season 3. Mm-hmm. God, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Watch, uh, I'm so stoked. Watch our states of mind slowly fall. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're one of those nerds who cares about Persona, follow me on Twitter at Garfap. I will be talking a lot about Persona during the show. There was a moment during last year's show where I, you guys were uh, hosting a video and I, you started losing your minds. Oh, yeah. You just came oh, yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Our, our yeah. conversation and then you guys came in. <laughs> and, and we came in. So My favorite look video. Look forward to more of that. E3 yeah. is insane. It's awesome. If you hate it, leave. If you love it, uh, double down and stick with us because we're going to be rocking forever. Yeah. Yep. No, you drank it all. It's gone. The milk is gone, but hopefully it does well, a lot of good. Milk. On that note, beyond, and thank you very much. We'll see you guys at E3. Beyond! 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 beyond. beyond. E3 Shut Beyond! Up. Shut up. Beyond. That, that wasn't milk.